Hey, this is Natasha. And Natalia Starr. And, and you're listening <laughs> to Matt's Science Party Hour. And the On the Riotcast Network. network. Ratcoast.com. Perfect. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who has no pants or undies on, and is currently uh, titty fucking his elbow crease. <laughs> That's hey. Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? I'll stop doing that scene right here. <laughs> I don't want to weird him out. And I got. I'm betting on this. Beaming to us from. Wuhan, <laughs> the bearded booger-eating virus down. cluster known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brap, brap. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, very nice. And hey, Seek is back. Hey, Shuddy stole my intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to pull an intro out of my ass this week. That was good. Though. It happens. It happens. Sound like you were working on that for a while. You stuck the landing. Mm. Yeah, didn't. it was a little wobbly, but mm. didn't tip over. So, Seek, you are leaving beautiful, sunny Southern California. Yes. Is that what you're going to start off with? We're going bad That's news how first, we're huh? Off. Well, yeah. And then <laughs> it's we, we, only get, go we get over the hump. Yeah, right. We, we, did, we kill the elephant in the room with our dicks. Elephant in the room. Yep. Seek well, is I leaving know. forever. People have been asking you to come by for a while. People have been asking where you've been. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people have seen on your social media all the posts about moving and saying goodbye to all the, the Lego customers that are regulars and stuff. Someone thought I was dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like, they're like, oh, shit, you're alive. I'm like, shit, yeah, damn, you don't check you. your account that much. Yeah, like, <laughs> is, that, is that usually what happens before somebody dies? They're like, all right, I'm just going to say goodbye to all my coworkers. And- <laughs> yeah. I think we like referenced you alive somewhat recently. I was gonna say, yes. Yeah. Someone wrote me and was like, "Hey, why weren't you on the um, the D and D episode?" I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> I was like, "I was probably working." That's why. Another uh, you. That was the week. And that then was, their response was, "Oh, I th- we just thought you died." Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That that was the week I had my surgery. So that's why. I was, and I was like, "Yeah, no." Alex already told me I, I was having my surgery that week. What did you have surgery on? Uh, my brain. How'd that go? You feel you look normal. Awesome. You seem normal. Yeah, sure. Was it a good surgery? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so normally they go, um, they run a catheter from like my groin area up to my brain. Uh, but was that the nice way of saying your your dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they always say the 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 closest way to a man's brain is through his dick, right? right? That's from it's, that's it's where I keep my brain. Talk, <laughs> it's a groin when we're talking medical. All yeah. Right. Um, but it's this, all dick here though. But this time they went through under my armpit. So. Oh. Um. But you know it, it's tough. Like uh, I'm not bouncing back as quickly this time around. Um, this is like my eighth time doing this in like ten years. Yikes! So uh, is it like a brain drain essentially? No, it's, I so I I keep developing new aneurysms. So they got to uh, put coils in to coil them. Um, so it's just getting tougher on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, thanks for saying I look and sound normal. Because <laughs> I, I I have it does it's I, it has been a struggle these past few weeks actually 
Yeah, you do sound good. What um, like how long is like how long are you out of work or how long are you off your feet for when you go through one of these surgeries? I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I wasn't supposed to go back to work. Um, but I I put in after my surgery, I put in a a four week notice. Um, because I one I needed the, the extra money uh, to help me move, so I needed to work. Um, but two, um, we're like we were just hurting at Lego. We didn't have a store manager uh, since before Christmas. You know, we've had people help from other stores, but we've been, we've just been it's been tough there because we just lost a lot of people recently. So are you saying that you enjoyed the job and your experience so much that you kind of wanted to help out? I did, I, and I didn't want all that work to fall on the other person, like our, the person, mm-hmm. my, my supervisor, because um, I have a lot of respect for, for her. And I, I wanted, I originally wanted her to be our new manager. Um, but uh, I guess there was just like, you know, p- other, our higher ups didn't agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I just didn't want her to have to work like open to close five days a week. Where are you moving off to? Or uh, where are you moving to? I'm moving to Florida. I'm, 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 I keep making a joke that I'm retiring. <laughs> uh, so I actually cashed out all my um, retirement fund. And uh, I, if I don't want to, I don't have to work for a whole year, actually. Oh, wow. Do you think you're going to go so that route and like reset? Sip my ties on the beach? <laughs> I, I, it, it comes down to like what doctors say. I mean, they didn't want me to go back to work so soon. So I'm definitely not working until at least June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might be on some form of like short-term disability or something. What part of Florida? Uh, Orlando. Is there like a reason why you pick that place specifically? I didn't really. Well, yeah, I, it was either there or Atlanta. Atlanta would have been fine because I think they had they, the better doctors. At, oh, um, I was going to say strip clubs. The strip <laughs> club capital of America. Atlanta's <laughs> doctors, awesome. Yes. Yeah, Atlanta's awesome. And under, a lot of really good music and food in Atlanta. The Big Peach. Yeah. but uh, A lot of black people. That's okay. I've read that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fine with me. I'm just, I, have, you know. I lived in Atlanta. Um, the, the the points that you know that Jeff is picking out about Atlanta are so varied and scattered. <laughs> what a lot of black people that <laughs> obviously correlates with the best strip clubs in America, and it's got a There's robust hip hop scene. I didn't mean which... that the, there was anything wrong with it. You were just like strip clubs, peaches, black people. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff ranks locations by how many black people he gets to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, nah, you know what? Fuck Orlando. Too many crackers. Yeah. He got me. He got me. Yeah. I got nothing yeah. to add to that. Good call. Um, But uh, I, the thing is, I just don't know anyone in Atlanta. So I have a better uh, support system in Orlando. Who is it that you know in Orlando? Um, I have an aunt there, an uncle there. Um, oh, family. Gotcha. I got family. I'm not too far from my mom. Just a couple, you know, maybe like a half day drive. Um, is, that, is she still out in South Carolina? Yeah. And she really wants me to be closer to home. Um, what's keeping you away from South Carolina? Um, I, I like it there, but I, I feel like that's definitely a place that I would go to die. (laughs) And, uh, I don't, I don't want to go, I'm not ready to go there yet. Gotcha. Um, so Orlando, at least, uh, I have friends there too. Uh, I'm, I lived in Orlando for five years before I moved here. So a lot of those people, even though I, I don't have a ton of memories of most of them, um, they've been reaching out to me and they're like, dude, you should come back to Florida. Like, we'll try to help you find work. We'll keep an eye on you, you know? And once I saw that kind of outpour of, um, support, I was like, yeah, kind of, that kind of tipped my decision making. 
Oh, how long were you kind of on the fence about living out here in LA, keeping this thing going, and and then or making a move? I actually sh- probably should have left about two years ago, uh, bef- uh, around the time I moved in with Kevin, actually, and I probably would have if I didn't move in with Kevin. Um, good job, Kevin. So what you're no, saying is good. this is Kevin's fault? No, Kevin. No, no that's. The, I wanted to be here. That's the theme of this podcast. This is Kevin's fault. <laughs> I, I wanted to be here. That's the name of the podcast now, actually. <laughs> Kevin's fault. I uh, no. Ke- are you kidding, Kevin? Kevin gave me the best thing ever. He no, well. he let me stay in a place, and he did. <laughs> he didn't charge me like like you have no idea what you guys have no idea what Kevin's done for me out here. He's uh he gave me a roof over my head, and he didn't charge me like what he should have charged me for it. Um, and I'll forever be grateful for that. That's the only reason I was able to stay here. And because of that, I got a promotion at Lego. If I would have left, I would have left here without finding out if I'm, if I'm a leader, you know, like I learned so much in the last two years at Lego and Kevin those, helped. Uh, yeah, of course. Like, the, uh, cause he gave me a place to live. New name are of the just, podcast. Kevin helped. Are, are you just saying that? Cause he's sitting right there. No, this, can, I, I is, he, about this. is he holding <laughs> a gun to your head? See, he's, I can't see. Please, shut up, he's he's aiming a catheter at my dick. <laughs> Kevin's got his <laughs> Kevin's got his moments, but uh, no, and so and then because of that, I you know, I got to stay out here for a little bit longer and accomplish a few things that I've always wanted to do out here. Like I got to write a TV pilot, um, and I got to write a couple other things, and I wouldn't have done those if I had to leave two years ago. So Alex Wilson, mm-hmm. a recent homie here that's excuse me a homie that's somewhat recently departed and went back to his neck of the woods now this isn't he's been gone for a while now because i remember he gave me like a a big bag of like bowls Mm -hmm. and was like hey um you know i'm only gonna be home for maybe a year tops so would you mind holding on to these for me so i can Mm -hmm. have like bowls when i move back to california i'm like sure and now it's two years later and he's like moving to chicago or some shit (laughs) Oh, uh, so he always said that he was holding out hope that he might move back. Mm-hmm. Are you holding out that same hope, or are you going to Florida with the idea that this is very, very permanent? Um, well, without I mean, without getting too downer, I, I I'm just grateful that I I got to live an extra ten years of my life. So I'm not um, I'm just grateful for what I have. Gotcha. Um, you're not. You're not planning. I'm not planning anything. I'm, yeah. I'm planning to take a year off, <laughs> and uh, and and relax and focus on my health for once. Because I mean, that's the thing is out here in LA. You, you know, Kevin knows this. You got to grind. Like it's like you, you guys all know that. Like you got to like really put in so much more work than you would anywhere else to get somewhere. And it's uh, it's a constant uphill battle. And for someone with perfect health, it's a uh, it's near impossible to do. So. I'm just tired of trying. I'm just tired of that climb. It's like it's, it's tapped me out basically. Yeah, that's a very uh, reasonable stance. And you evolve and look on LA. If you're not here or capable to just grind out and and bust your ass, then it's gonna be. Did your mic just shit out? Mm, I felt like yeah. It sounds like it, right? Weird. Do I sound okay to you, Shuddy? You sound good. You sounded weird for a minute. But it could have been the dick in your mouth. <laughs> I jerked off on this machine earlier. I don't know if that did anything. That usually helps it. Well, I, nothing came out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. It's, it's, it feels rejected. It just blew warm air on it. <laughs> you, you drive heaved <laughs> out of your penis. <laughs> so when did you move to, to California? How long ago was uh, that? 2007. Um, oh, wow. I've been here about 13 years. No shit. 
and almost to the month. Um, my I posted a picture on because my, my Instagram it's it's pretty fun. I, I've been going through all my old stuff and and I've been finding all these like little trinkets of like <laughs> how long I've been digital out here. trinkets. No, like um, I found uh, my first job, my first paid job out here was on a Steven Spielberg show called On the Lot. And I found my tag, my CBS. Yeah, your your tag. fob or whatever. Yeah, right. I and, saw that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. So like, I posted a picture of it, and so that was my first job out here. I was like, uh, that's crazy. And the guy who I who produced that show, he's the one who hired me to write a pilot for him, <laughs> like twelve years later. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, it's so crazy. I was like, wow, man. I've so when I, I and I'm when I moved back out here because I got I had my aneurysm rupture in 2010 and I had to go home and you know I was you know, <laughs> incapacitated and I didn't get back out here till 2011. And even then my mom was like, you, you shouldn't go, you, you shouldn't go. Like you're still recovering. You're, you know, and I, I was like, yeah, but my only memories I had at that time were of LA. I couldn't remember Florida. I couldn't remember South Carolina. So I felt weird being there. And I was like, well, there's so many things that I wanted to do still in California. I never got to do. So I want to move back there and try to, finish and i felt i've always felt like these past 10 years that i've been trying to accomplish someone else's goals because i've kind of grown to understanding them as they're not my goals they were the the kid who came out here when he was like 25 years old mm-hmm. and uh and after my mannerism i was like yeah those aren't my dreams anymore those are so i feel like i was just trying to accomplish the dreams of the kid that came out here yeah, I got gotcha. you. And now that I've done them all, I've got comic books out of the way. I wrote a pilot, even though if, even if it never gets made, I got paid to write a TV show. You know, that is pretty cool. And I'm like, that's it. Like, th- I've I've hit every checklist of that kid's goals. So ne- so it feels like the perfect time to you leave. Blew, too. You blew Molly up a stripper's ass with a crazy straw. I did that in Atlanta before I came here. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> See, I want to go to Atlanta. It wasn't Molly. It was just called E back then. Yeah, I miss those sim- simpler times. I miss <laughs> that. Yeah. Back in the day. Do you have anything on your bucket list, your LA bucket list before you move? I, You know, I had a couple Small things. things. I had a couple things, but I knocked them off. I, I, I drove up to San Francisco like uh, two weeks ago, and I met Tom Hardy. I was on the set of Venom 2. I saw that actually. Yeah, I was going to ask about the drive. Was it a pretty drive and all that? But I guess the whole Tom Hardy instead of Venom Two is much more interesting. Well, the drive was a beautiful drive. Yeah, everyone yeah. says it's like one of the most beautiful drives you can make. I, took... I did it once a while ago. I didn't it's know great. That. Yeah, um, just but for the didn't weekend. Did you do it in the near when they were having snow? No. No, because hmm. I think they're like if it's snowy, there's like a. a they close a certain road, mm-hmm. and then you have to take the coast the entire way. Yeah, the one which adds like an insane amount of time. It adds like two and a half hours, but it's so oh, that's gor- it? yeah, but it's so oh, gorgeous. Oh, I heard it added like eight hours or something yeah. insane. I don't think that. Lo- yeah, I don't. All I know is I I lucked out, but it was I think I made it in six hours. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? If you're if you're cruising at like seventy, you can yeah. make it there in about six hours. Okay, yeah, that's what I did. The way back, I was like, all right, I'm over this. I want to teleport. Yeah. Yeah, because I got up there in about six and a half hours, and I took the one back because I was just oh, like, you took the scenic route. I wanted to. I was like, yeah, I, I was like, and I had to work the next day, so I took the long route. Oh Jesus! And and still uh, made it to work on time, um, barely. 
How was the uh, experience, the Venom set stuff? How long did you get to talk to Tom Hardy? Yeah, how did oh. you manage to talk to Tom Hardy? Like, I can understand finding out where they're filming and stuff, mm. but like, when they're filming on location, do people just walk off the set and talk to people? Tom does. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He always seemed like a cool dude. He's actually one of the nicest guys ever, and he, he knew who I was. He goes, hey, wait, because he was signing my comic book, and then I spelled my name, and... He kind of was like looking at me, and then he gave me my comic book back, and he goes, "Wait a minute!" He goes, "Your Venom vlog." <laughs> no shit. And I go, really? "I go, yeah, I am." And he goes, be "Like, oh, do you want me to sign anything of yours, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> sign your shirt or your face?" Or and something? He, he's, "Yeah, like, want me to sign your tits?" He was like, "He goes, yeah, yeah, your Venom vlog." And I'm like, "That's me, man." He goes, "He goes, awesome. Oh my god, uh, I did find someone to send an email to uh, on the production because I just wanted to try to." I knew I was going to go regardless, but I was trying to increase my chances of seeing them. But um, but they never got back to me. So I was just like, oh, yeah, fine. That's, I'm just a fan. Why would they re- respond to me? He goes, he goes, hey, I read your email. <laughs> I was like, oi, Pooh Minaldi represent, <laughs> governor. <laughs> yeah, he was. You guys he are was so su- good with your Tom Hardy impressions. <laughs> he was so awesome, though, man. He's the, the nicest dude in the world. And, and uh, he does, when he likes people, he calls them legends. So when I was like, he was like, "Hey, how's your health doing?" Because I had my helmet on, you know. And he was like, "How's your health doing?" I, you know, everything. How's everything going? I go, "I'm good." He goes, "Can I sign your helmet?" I'm like, "Sure." So he signed my helmet, and then he was like, uh, "I got." He goes, "How many episodes have you done of your show?" And I was like, "I'm I'm nearing 500 episodes." And he goes, "Legend, legend, right here." I was like, <laughs> "Shit, that's awesome." <laughs> so I changed my Twitter name to Seek the Legend. That is nice. pretty sweet. <laughs> what? Fuck yeah! How often do you have to wear that helmet? I'm I'm just. I choose not to wear it right now. They're sending me another one. Uh, this one is, I just got it myself. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of a rugby helmet. I just thought it looked cooler. <coughs> I just, because I'm like, if I got to wear a helmet, I don't want to look like like I'm wearing a bicycle helmet, you know? Yeah. But we got to get some sick decals on there. Can we get a <laughs> Puminati sticker on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hook you up with some Puminati sticker. Actually, yeah. I have a sticker of Kevin with like the lightsaber swords. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the one that I offered to my mom. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. take the piece of shit instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got any more of those poop ones? <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I have that, but I mean, they're gonna send, me, they're gonna give me a, a more durable one. So, um, so I, I'm choosing not to wear it right now. Cause I can lend you my snowboard helmet. Sweet. Everybody fucking goofs on me for wearing that. <laughs> That's all right. Helmets are cool. That's so, right. um, something to feel bad about. So when you, your helmet for when, safety. When you get to the set of Venom 2, how do you, is it just like a waiting game and just like, oh, maybe if I hang out long enough, Tom will come out? Or you hop some fences? Because, uh-huh. I mean, that would suck if you drove all the way up there, like saw the set, and then you have to drive all the way back to L.A. I mean, sure, it's a risk, you know, that I was willing to take. But I, um, I know Tom's a nice guy, and I know if uh, – the main thing is I've I've just noticed that every time I put something on my list of what I want to do that I've because I've been I've been trying to move probably for like six months now but then something's always derailed me um, like losing a store manager at work you know or, or something so I kept getting derailed and I kept having to postpone it and um, and I felt like it was there was a after a while I just I don't know I got all zen about it and I was like I feel like there's a reason that everything keeps getting pushed mm-hmm. and I stopped trying to force things to happen and i just said hey look i got a day off let's go to the venom set and yeah i stood out there for about 10 hours before i saw tom 
Damn. Yeah. I was there from I was there at like two thirty PM and then Tom didn't come out till like eleven. Eleven thirty. That's sweet that it paid off. Yeah, but the, so what I did was I just I saw what car he got dropped off in and then I just kept an eye on where that car was and then I just hung out near that car. And, and so I was like, he's gotta come hey, here eventually. Out, that worked. All right. <laughs> Um, so I just, I what just, did you see though? You were there for like nine hours, but like, could yeah, you they see were, any of the, the, any of like the scenes, any of the filming? I, saw, I feel like all that stuff was blocked off. There was one thing I, so they did block off. Um, they shot in an alley. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a Venom's like, I want to, maybe I don't want to tell you spoilers, but they, um, they had a scene in an alley and they were like, uh, we, so we couldn't see what they were shooting in the alley. Um, but they shot other things out in the street and we saw all of that. Okay. Yep. I didn't even know Venom 2 was coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When's it, when's it going to be October this year. Oh, that soon? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So when, you, when the first Venom was coming out, that was when you started the Venom vlog, right? Yeah, it was when I, right after I moved in with you. And you were cranking out like tons of YouTube videos and just endlessly digging up anything on like Venom. It reminds me now of looking back of kind of like what people have described, like don't fuck with cats. Like, you would look at one set picture and just find the tiniest little thing and be like, I think I know what this is pointing to. Uh, yep. Like, you had this whole system worked out. Are you, and now you're doing the same thing with the sequel? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. impressive. It's like... Uh, it's like investigative journalism. Yeah, almost. it's like it's like comic book journalism, if you will. I mean, like, do the same shit for, like, you know, sports teams. It's like they're beat writers. You got to make stories and find stories out of the smallest like things, details and well to keep feeding like, you know, the fans. I I I've discovered that after doing all these other things that like I said, the old me wanted to do, the thing I figured out in life that I wanted to do was I wanted to do investigative journalism. And I was like, Oh, I, I like this. I like doing the research. Like I, I it's it's fun to learn things. Um, especially at my age, because I'm like, yeah, I'll be, you know, pushing 40 soon. So it's like, oh, this is nice. I get to learn things that I never knew before. So, um, and Eddie Brock or Venom is an investigative journalist. So I said, what a cool way to do a show is that I'm basically trying to walk in the shoes of the guy we're talking about. And, yeah. And then so I yeah I get really deep with stuff, and I've cracked things on this on the first two movies that no other websites ever came near to cracking. And people are just like, we're like, <laughs> I mean, there are people at Sony, like I'll put, I'll put videos up and I'll be like, yeah, I got this information. And then I'll go to that actor or someone's page and all that information's taken down. So I know Sony watches my stuff and they're just like, how the, how does he find this shit? Um, and like I said, and, you know, Tom and them uh, and his stunt double, Jake, they were like, Venom vlog, holy crap. And uh, so, That's awesome, dude. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's nice to see that that hard work is is paid off and I'm, I'm, I'm not a tabloid. I don't want to be a tabloid and just like regurgitate stuff. Like you said, when I hear news, I, I go, I start digging and I'm like, let's find the closest thing to the truth. We can yeah, share out the story right before, before I just regurgitate, I'm not going to regurgitate. So once Venom two comes out, do you have plans for other things to, to focus on? Um, so in any, anytime there's no movie news, I just, we've been going through the characters 30 years of comic history. So, oh, so it's just all Venom stuff. <laughs> yeah, and time. then yeah, you can do a spinoff one though. We, um, yeah, we talk about Morbius now because because uh, that movie's coming out and that ties into Venom. Yeah, and then the next Spider-Man movie now is going to tie into Venom. So, um, 
so yeah, I have things to talk about now that the movie was a success. And I was just rereading the um, the '90s Ghost Rider event, the Rise of the Midnight Suns. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. and um, you you commented on that that picture I put up on my Instagram story of the demo goblin. Mm-hmm. That dude never stops talking about taint. No, those '90s comics are so funny because it's like, <laughs> man, they don't even know what this guy's saying. He's like. Your taint will be pushed out by my taint, and then our taints will rub together. <laughs> we'll cross our taints. I can smell your demon taint. Well, us come out kiss our taints. He's an awesome character. He, um, he, uh, he. There's a Venom comic book called Enemy with Enemy Within, and it's Venom and Morbius versus Demo Goblin, and oh, nice. uh, it's a great. It's actually really great. And uh, and then there's also um, Tom Lyle, who's the comic book artist that drew the death of Demo Goblin. Um, he actually just passed away of a brain aneurysm, of all things. Oh, Jesus. So I saw Ryan at Golden Apple has um, three comics signed by him, and I never got a chance to meet him while he was alive. So I asked Ryan if I could buy those as my last purchase from Golden Apple before I left. Sounds nice. like there's like a lot of cosmic forces that are drawing you into the whole ven- venom, venom excuse me, story. And you know what? I, I, Culture. The, the thing with Venom, the reason why I wanted to start the show was because after the last, like not to get political, but I know this will set up other conversations we're going to have on the show. So uh, after the you last... You can get political. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> after the last um, election, like I left Facebook because I actually a lot of people like were like screamed and yelled at me. Um, <laughs> I deleted your account. Yeah. And I deleted my account. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll just walk away and I'll kind I of... I was like, wait, when, did, when were you working at Facebook? And I, and I kind of will assess maybe like... You know, myself, I think it was the first time I've gotten mass criticism. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's explore this. Let's not ignore what people said. But let's at least silence it for now because I think I, I got everyone's opinion. I, I get it now. So let me go, like, assess this. And and then I did. And, and what it led me to actually was Venom comics where I saw... <laughs> Way coiling politics. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but what I saw was a parallel. I saw Eddie Brock. The reason he becomes Venom is because he used to be an investigative journalist. And he wrote a story that was incorrect or like uh, the facts were wrong and so he got they just didn't he, do a retraction he had to get hit with some radiation and he, shit no he got cancel cultured <laughs> <laughs> he got cancel cultured by the internet you know as as it were new york city turned against him he was like the arising journalist and then everyone hated him because he didn't check his facts so i was like oh wow <sighs> so this is a guy who got basically everyone yelled at him for for making a mistake and he's at the bottom of his ropes and uh and i was like I like that. That's a par- That's that's very relatable to what ha- I see people all, all the time say something stupid and they get fired from their job. And I was like, this is a very interesting topical character. Uh, and so I said, how can we explore this in a show? And how can I use it to look at my own life and try to re- rebuild and learn from mistakes I've made? So it started like that, actually. <laughs> and then and then it became this thing where it's just like, so yeah, the show like a is bit not, therapeutic almost. It is, yeah, very much. I think it kind of showed me a lot about myself. And what's cool about that is the type of audience I've attracted is not just blind Venom fans, but it's people who are like, wow, there's more to this character than I've ever thought of before. And uh, it's it's been fun. It's like it, it's cool the people I've met, and now we're just crossed two thousand subscribers. Um, so it's it's been going great. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. How, um. When you I know started the show, I was at 600 subscribers. Do you know if there's going to be a Venom 3 or if this, the second one's going to end at the uh, end of the season? Uh, I'm, the sure there, I'm sure there will be. I mean, it's it's like a, when they when a movie makes that much money, it the studio's going to do whatever they can to keep it going. 
for sure. I just didn't know like if it was confirmed. Tom Hardy's doing like three or he four. He signed on two. for three. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Nice. Yeah. I feel like he's he's like an underrated comic book character or uh, like superhero. Um, Who, Venom? He's an anti-hero. Oh, well, I'm saying like Tom Hardy is like a good choice for like yeah. a guy to play a comic book. Well, yeah, he was uh, Bane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it just sucks Duh. that that movie wasn't all that great. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I I disagree with you, but I hear you. It doesn't age as well as the other the other two. I feel you on that one. Mm. I know you were really disappointed about it when it came out. I just completely forgot that he was Bane. So, yeah, I guess he's... Like he's an anti-hero as Venom, and then he is the villain as Bane. He, he and excellent. You should give him another crack at a at a better villain. Yeah, or yeah. a better. Written he's gonna villain. play Frankenstein next, the monster. That Frankenstein's could be cool. monster. That could be interesting. Oh well, that that kind of segues nicely into a movie I saw this past Sweet. week. Sweet, let's talk about it. I saw the Invisible Man. Yeah, that it's gonna be part of that. Yeah, because I know like they, they Universal, they've had the rights what since since they forever became movies, right? Of, since you know, Be- uh, Car- Boris Karloff in nineteen thirty one or whatever. Yeah, so they were gonna try and reboot it like all the old monster movies as the the dark universe. <laughs> so they launched it with Tom Cruise in the Mummy, mm-hmm. and that cute chick with the blade legs from Kingsman, Sophia Poopala Boopala Bobbly Boop or mm-hmm. something. She, I guess, was the the girl mummy. Okay. And nobody went and saw it. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. Mm. And that was the launch of the Dark Universe, <laughs> and it launched with just an utter thud. Mm. And I know, um, like, like me, I think Russell Crowe was supposed to be Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man, and they had a creature from the Black Lagoon thing slated. And cool. That's my favorite monster. I think Javier Bardem was going to play Frankenstein. And then when when the mummy just shit its pants, they were like, uh, nope. Damn. So I, I thought that they had just scrapped the whole the whole thing entirely. Mm-hmm. And then a week ago, I'm seeing all these reviews of people like, oh, the Invisible Man's coming out, and it's fucking awesome. And I look at the poster, and it's just Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're just recycling that title, and it's going to be like some drama or some shit or something. Sure. And then I looked into it, and it's like, oh, no, that's the, an actual, like, remake slash reimagining of the Invisible Man story. And I was like, I thought they scrapped this thing with Johnny Depp. And, of course, Johnny Depp isn't in it. Sure. But I don't know. When I see something that's got, like, really good reviews like that, and I didn't see it coming, and I love horror movies, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna, I want to go see that. And it did really kick ass. It was good? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. It was... Isn't it was, that from the director of Saw? Yeah, Lee Wannell. Yeah, I saw an interview with him. Oh, that's cool. I like him. Yeah, he wrote and directed it. I like him. And it's like, I like the Saw movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he did Upgrade also, which I love that movie. Upgrade was cool. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed Upgrade, but they have have just like that saccharine aftertaste to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This felt like a big studio flick. But not not with like the cheese of a studio flick. It was like mm. holy shit, they took this seriously. Like, whoa, they really did a good job with it. It was just from the first scene. It is so fucking tense and suspenseful. Cool. And they basically just make it um, like the Invisible Man is just an abusive pile of shit. <laughs> oh, so it's oh, so Elizabeth Moss is like his girlfriend, girlfriend or wife or something. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's just like a uh, like a. 
a scumbag. Yeah, so it's like a stalker movie. Oh. With an invisible stalker. So he so starts like, that way? Because I, I think Hollow Man, he became a bad person as the movie went on. So yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much okay. about the story because I know uh, Lee even said like he like had twisted the studio's arm and was like, because I, I haven't I haven't even seen any of the trailers for it. But he was like, please don't spoil anything in the trailers. Oh, okay. Like, I want this to be like a fresh thing. So the first scene in the movie is her sneaking out of the house, and it is fucking like it is sweat inducing. Wow, okay. it's crazy. Cool. And but is the guy invisible at that time? Or is that your spoiling? No. You, well, no. Well, it, they're, right, they're in right. bed together. That's how the movie starts. Okay. Gotcha. And he, li- they're like, they live in San Francisco. So he's like right on, like he lives in this, just like this super mansion, like a super modern hmm. high tech mansion right on the cliff. So the ocean's like right up against it. Okay. It's sick. It's what did really she good. do wrong to, to incur oh, that? Oh, Jesus God. God. <laughs> My brother said that that movie was like an instant classic. He came home just wow. raving about it. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty great. And my brother like loves horror movies. Kind of as much as, not as much maybe, but similarly, similarly to Kevin. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a good horror movie? Well, no, I, guess, I love it. Yeah. Shuddy, you don't like horror movies, right? Yeah. No, but if it's or a Alex. good horror movie, I do enjoy them. Hmm. I will watch them. Ale- yeah, or Alex. Alex. Yeah, that's a good he point. He doesn't like the Yeah. But I even I like a shit. I don't go out of my way. I even like shit horror movies. Like, Return of the Living Dead is like the campiest, schlockiest movie, and I absolutely love it. I watch it once a year. That's where brains comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, before um, that, zombies didn't eat brains. It was a... Uh, wait, what movie? Did- Return of the Living Dead. It was like it's like a parody almost of the of the Night of the Living Dead franchise. Yeah, like they, oh, I he's, see. The the movie starts with this young kid getting a job at like an embalming station or a place right. that has a lot of uh, taxidermied shit, mm-hmm. and the, his boss is like, "Hey, you want to see something really cool?" And they go down in the basement, and there's an oil drum, and he's like, "Remember that movie, uh, Night of the Living Dead?" Right. That was true, and that's one of the zombies, and that's kind of like what kicks off the, the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they use a meta reference to kick the movie off. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's but one. Invisible Man, that that is a great flick. I'll really well out. made. The um, good twists. It's I it was I cuz I'm kind of wondering like anytime there's a, a movie coming out or I always picture like try and think about like if if I was tasked to write that movie, like what would I do? And it's like, man, just I feel like an invisible person like a person who's just not even like predator vision where you can see their outline just 100 percent invisible mm-hmm. where the fuck do you go from there like obviously the invisible person wins but yeah but they, Spoiler they, they did a great job with it it was i i definitely recommend checking it out i'm giving this me dicks i'll <clears throat> suck 4.25 invisible dicks Jeez, wow it was solid my brother sucked all five. <laughs> he gave it a five dicker. Yeah, he called it an instant classic. Like he loved it. Damn. He loved it. Both my brothers loved that movie. So I guess I it's good at setting up. So I guess that's smart. They made the movie first, and then they're like, "Now we'll make a universe out of it." Yeah, but Tom Cruise, you don't get to be a part of it. You're out. You blew it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I was pumped on that because, I mean, I recently watched the 1931 Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a good one for the first time ever. Oh, you never seen them before? No. Hmm. Um, I'm thinking about getting the posters for my new apartment in Florida. I always like the the vision of them, mm-hmm. you know. And I think 
my earliest exposure to that those sort of creatures was probably the Monster Squad when I was a little kid. Love that movie. That's a good a, one. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I was looking forward to seeing it getting like a modern reboot, and it seemed like they were putting a ton of money into it. And I think at one point Angelina Jolie was going to play the Bride of Frankenstein. Like they were Ooh. they were planning on sequels of of shit. Hmm. And I now I don't know what the plan is. It seemed like they were gung ho on going ahead with Johnny Depp, and they already cranked out an Invisible Man movie without him. Well, I'll, I'll watch a Tom Hardy Frankenstein movie. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but uh, I read the book, Frankenstein. No shit. You know, the Mary Shelley book. I had to write it, read it in high school. It was the 1700s, Enlightenment era. And there should be much better movies. Yeah, with that source material? Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that fucking story is sick. <laughs> yeah. It really is a good story. Yeah. And, like, awesome. the the craziness and just, like, how eccentric and nuts the idea of Dr. Frankenstein is, is like much better. It should be a much better story than, than the monster. Yeah. The whole, it feels like the, the studio or who, whoever's writing the, the scripts get lost in the sauce on that and just focus on like the whole monster. And it's like, well, it's the doctor. That's the fucking creeper. Yeah. That's where the horror comes from is how far gone he is. You're right. Because he creates something that ends up having somewhat of a soul. Right. So so he actually makes something that's better than him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's In some regards. Interesting point. Yeah. I know, but I just feel like every Frankenstein movie that I've seen has been kind of, I don't know, wasn't as, as good as I hoped. And plus, young Frankenstein kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Amen. <laughs> so it's it's hard to beat that. I feel like Gene Wilder is still the best Frankenstein. Uh, it's Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. <laughs> you don't want to get sued. <laughs> so I guess while we're talking movies, I'll review the other movie I saw. Yeah. I saw The Gentleman. Yeah, you kept what saying that. that. I, yeah, I, gotta, I don't know what that is either. I'm gonna, is that with Hugh Jack? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. It? It's, <laughs> a, it's a Guy Ritchie movie, but it's a return uh, to OG Guy Ritchie movies, like no. British gangsters and shit. So, I don't know. Like, uh, I watched Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Yeah, he was the wrong Didn't guy. Didn't care for that. He was the wrong guy to do that. Movie. Oh, he Didn't he's the that. one that put fucking Will Smith in blue? <laughs> that piece of shit. I can't stand Guy Ritchie. I didn't know that was him. That, oh, Tom, Tommy. Strike 8. You remember that movie Snatch that he did? Yeah. Um, Tommy, uh, the little, the, the guy who, like, spends the whole movie trying to get his nuts up. And at the end, he finally like aims a gun at somebody. Yeah, uh, he's in Venom too. Uh, Stephen Graham's his name. He was the guy that was Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. Yes, I think, right? yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That yeah. actor kicks ass. He's an Irishman. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. one of the yeah. redeeming qualities of Irishmen. <laughs> yeah. He's in Venom too. No shit, yeah. I like that. He was guy. there on set. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Did you get to meet him? No. No. But I'm excited to see him in the movie. That's a bummer. That's all right. Not that big of a bummer. I'm a but... fan. Uh, that was some good momentum we had going because I really like that guy. He's good. What's his name again? Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. Yeah. Is he American? I want to call him a good American. No. No. You can adopt him. You can adopt him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I actually did like. I liked the 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 Sherlock Holmes movies uh-huh. with Robert Downey Jr. I thought those were good, but I didn't. I didn't like um, Aladdin. I didn't see Man from Uncle. I didn't see that King Arthur movie that he did. And when 
it, it kind of they didn't do a ton of press, I don't think, or promotion for the gentleman. I don't know what you're talking about. That's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it's like it's Matthew McConaughey, um, Charlie Hunnam, who killed it. I'm like I like Charlie Hunnam because I loved him in Undeclared. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I saw. Yes. Him in. Yeah, he was like the suave British roommate that all the chicks wanted to fuck. I, that's how I still see him. Me too. Like he's not the guy from yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Right. I, mean, I also really like Green Street Hooligans, which I don't that's think what, that's where a great I first one. Saw him. Yeah, good, good you call. didn't see it, did you? Kevin? No, I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what it's about? Essentially, it's about soccer uh, team like super fans and hooligans. Soccer that, hoolies. Like they, they get into like essentially gang fights over their soccer team, and it's very limited in the sports coverage and very um maxed out and just like crazy fight scenes and right, I can fuck gnarly with like good. street gangsters it's pretty it's pretty sweet um but i never got into sons of anarchy mm, so neither. like i don't know i'm not in in this current like charlie hunnam sweep craze that everybody seems to be caught up in but he fucking killed it in this hmm. um and uh, 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 uh colin farrell i love colin farrell he's awesome in it cool uh it's got like a really solid cast my mind went to con firth at first <laughs> it was it got really 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 good reviews it just didn't get a ton of press and promotion yeah and i completely forgot it existed then i was like oh fuck there's a guy guy Ritchie, like a real guy Ritchie, guy Ritchie movie out i want to see that before it's out of theaters and it was showing like three times this weekend in sherman oaks so i was like all right i gotta pull the trigger and go see this and it was it had like the Guy Ritchie humor, you know. Everybody's just trading those like witty quibs back and forth, and quibs. Everybody's. Oh man, you're really in, in character right now. You're really <laughs> they, in the they bring the quibs back. <laughs> like he straight up says, "Like, hey, all I need is uh, about twenty million quibs." <laughs> the rest of your review should be in that accent. <laughs> but it, it wasn't. It had that feel to it. It had the the wit and the jabs and stuff, but. It, for some reason, it just wasn't connecting with me. Hmm. And then halfway through it, it picks up some serious speed. And I was like, oh, okay, now we're fucking talking. Cooking and with then some gas. It ends massive. Whoa. Like very satisfying, Guy Ritchie, twisty, who's playing who shit, awesomeness. Is it Matthew McConaughey gets killed? I got to see this movie. It's that McConaughey's fucking awesome in it. It's a clever script. The only thing that sucks is it takes so goddamn long. Like, half the movie is spent just like, oh, come on. Sure. Set up. Like, interesting stuff is happening. Funny lines are said, but it's just like, ah, I'm not, this isn't up to Guy Ritchie's speed. But sure. it ends like a near five dicker. Wow. The thing, it just, it's the first half of the movie wow. just throws it off. So, so did. Does when you put the first half and the second half in the watch, does it come out with more dicks than Invisible Man? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still a solid movie, but I can't. You can't give a five dicker to a movie where the first half you're kind of like, Ugh. Ugh. right? But, but I'm just wondering if it was better than Invisible Man, which you're well, no. He, I like. He said the opening of Invisible Man really caught you. Oh yeah, right. Like, the, you're you're biting your fingernails at the begin the, that opening scene. It's so fucking tense. And then the whole movie just keeps that same tone. Like hmm. it is, when it ended, I was like, Ugh. Oh, holy shit, I think I've been holding my breath for two hours. That's but, rare to find a movie like that nowadays. Yeah, if you're, if you're into horror or suspense at all, you've got to see Invisible Man. Okay. But if you like 
old school Guy Ritchie, like Lockstock and Snatch. This was this was great. It's just I gotta I gotta I gotta call it like it is, and I'll suck three point seven five gentleman dicks. <laughs> wow, gentleman dicks. Do they have like bow ties on them. They have pinky up. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I just you know take the dip dick in small sips. I feel like they have a nice brown beige-ish trench coat. <laughs> it, it it definitely I I I'm ninety nine percent sure it sets the world record for most cunts in a movie. Like every five oh. seconds, they're like that's important. Hey, that's this this fucking cunt right <laughs> over here. He owes me thirty quibs. <laughs> <laughs> quibs and cunts. Hey, just put it in me pint glass, you cunt. <laughs> Maybe it is a pretty good movie. Quibs and cunts. Yeah, that sounds like a, a five dicker to me. <laughs> it did kick ass. That's it's cool. It's to drag too much in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of setup because it is. It's a super. So do you think be- convoluted plot with tons of moving parts and you know, like most Guy Ritchie movies, like those gangster flicks. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Cuts. Yeah, a lot yeah. of smash cuts, a lot of characters, a lot of names to keep track of, and but it. But I like that because he doesn't. Off. He doesn't treat you like an idiot. I need, He's, like, three people to root for at most. Yeah, Actually, right. one person to like, one person who's all right, and mm-hmm. then one one guy that I'm rooting for. Yeah. I'd say outside of Undeclared, this is the best Charlie Hunnam. Wow, okay. Unfortunately, I feel like everything since Undeclared has been not as good as Undeclared. Yeah, because you didn't Hunnam, like... Um, other than Green Shooter you didn't like, uh, 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 oh, fuck, why am I blanking on it? Kaiju. Pacific Rim. Pacific oh, Rim. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. I didn't like that no. movie either. No, yeah. it's in the, the short list of worst movies I've seen since I moved out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, actually. I can't remember who I saw that with, but I, I remember we were coming out and they were so jazzed. Like, wasn't that fucking awesome? And I was like, not at all. No, not at all. I was going to say that probably was me, but it I, don't think, I don't think I liked Pacific Rim the first time I saw it. And mm. then it just... It, came up so many times on HBO while I was just doing work and sending emails. The fight scenes are just so satisfying. I was like, yeah. I don't care how horrible all the acting and dialogue is. I fucking love this movie. I thought I saw it with you. You probably did. Yeah. I thought that's who you went to see it with. I do think I remember you huffing and puffing walking out of the theater. <laughs> oh, you fucking old travel yeah. problem. That's, that's how I felt when we left. Uh, uh, what was it? What did we see recently? Birds of Prey. I came out and outwardly and, angry, and I would no, I wasn't upset. I saw the movie, but I just kind of was like, I didn't have anything to say about it. I was like, yeah, it was fine. But you know, him and Alex were like, oh yeah, this was cool and this was cool, and I was just kind of like, I just felt like, um, oh, I'll just sit back here in the back seat and be quiet. I'll do a, fu- <laughs> I'll do a fucking drive by in a movie immediately after. I have no problem. <laughs> I have no. That was. The biggest piece of shit I've seen. It wasn't that. Oh, I've seen way worse, especially in oh, comic no. book movies. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. could watch sexy ass fucking Margot Robbie beat yeah. people to death with baseball no, bats yeah. all day. I'm yeah. just saying like uh, Pacific Rim and like Godzilla. I remember pretty much stomping my feet coming out of Godzilla. Like, what <laughs> yeah, the Jeff threw like a four year old girl temper tantrum. Fucking refund. They needed to get me ice cream just to calm me down. <laughs> with extra sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Can I, have, can I have caramel too? <laughs> and cookie dough. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> I there was, was pissed. some movie I remember we walked out of, and you were you were so disappointed in it, you didn't even want to talk. You're like, <laughs> oh my god! You're like, 
don't even fucking talk to me. <laughs> That's like you just got dumped or something. I was like that after Man of Steel and the newest Predator that we saw together. Oh, yeah. That Predator movie I walked was out and I was shit. like, shut up, everyone. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a beer. That's how bad that movie was. I was like, oh, yeah, that's I, right. I was like, I'm going to buy a you beer. You relapsed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I don't care what this does to my brain. I'm drinking it. Yeah, Seek turned that in is. his like five-year chip. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, those were, those were the movies I saw. I saw Actually. Sonic. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah, it was kind of dumb fun. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Man, Jim well, Carrey. Well, speaking Jim of dumb fun, I watched a film. What'd you watch? Uh, for the first time in a very long time, I watched Speed. Ooh. I, I watched... Plan, 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 plan. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my brothers, we went... When, when I was living with them originally a couple years ago, we went on like... A month long bender where we put on speed every day. Nice. I fucking love speed. Every day. Uh, Pretty much. I my that cousin. With... Go ahead. Came out on Friday to help me move and stayed at the new house. Uh, and so I rented speed on Apple TV. Oh, sweet. And what? So did it hold up? Do you love it still? Ah, uh, Keanu is so bad in it, but my God, it is so good. <laughs> That's a great movie. All right. I guess it's fair. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second of it. It's it just he was not as good at being Keanu as he is now. What about um, Dennis Hopper holding that clunky phone up to his head with the wrong hand all the time? <laughs> I remember that always bothering me. Like, why are you crisscrossing your chest? Just hold the phone with your other hand. Because he didn't have a thumb on the other hand. Right. Oh, whatever. He's got a palm. Good. Wow, Shuddy had an answer for yeah, that. He was fast. ready. He was good like, shit, Shuddy. I didn't like, even know that. He was like, pay attention to the I movie. Watched it every day for a fucking month. <laughs> well done. I did that to Out Cold. You you watched that recently? I did. Yeah, um, that was one of my exercise bike movies. That was one of the things. Like, I, at one point, I would come home from work and I would just it was in my DVD player and I just kept watching it. Hold on, we're talking about something important here. Shuddy, <laughs> Speed. Oh yeah. Did you did you like it as much as you thought you were going to, or as much as you did when you watched it originally? Yes. When I saw that movie originally, it was in the theater. Great theater movie. So so I was 13. My cousin Scott was 11. My aunt just bought us tickets and sent us to see it. And I think took my little sister to see Beauty and the Beast. So I I think that was the first R-rated movie I saw in the theater. And it was unsupervised. Uh, so that plan, movie plan, had plan, a lot plan, of, plan, plan. <laughs> and, uh, it was just, it was the greatest thing watching it again, because there were parts that I, that I forgot about that were great. Man, Keanu has been just, he's been a part of so many, like just pivotal action moments. It's like, been an alpha for a lo- very long time. He really has. I mean, Matrix just redefined how action movies were done. Yeah, they uh, were filming the fourth one of that when I was in San Francisco. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like in Speed, the pop quiz hot shot, mm-hmm. like that la- point break. made a lasting impression in pop culture. Yeah, point, point break, break click, kicks yeah. ass. I love that movie. Yeah, clearly an Ohio State quarterback. Sounds <laughs> like it too. Have you ever fired your gun straight up in the air and gone ah? <laughs> no, I haven't fired my gun straight up in the air and gone ah. <laughs> 
That's Hot Fuzz, right? Hot yeah, Fuzz. nice. Great movie. <laughs> yeah, another good movie. Um, yeah, that was. I feel like that was. I know we've evolved since uh, we evolved from talking like this, but let's go back to our old days. That was the hottest Sandra Bullock has ever been. I don't know. Demolition Man, she's really hot in. Yeah. Demolition Man, she is. She's a so hot in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go she back, rewatch both, absolutely and revisit my position. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But, I remember man, like Demolition Man going to see Demolition Man in the theater with my dad and being like, "Oh God, I hope they show her tits in this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, they, they, I remember finding figuring out what boners were first they, time watching they, Demolition Man. <laughs> they do and they don't because like uh, there's a scene where she has virtual sex with what's his name. Yeah, when they put on the sex helmet. What's but, his name? But yeah, uh, Sylvester Stallone. But uh, Jesus Christ, uh, but, some fucking <laughs> respect. But but but, uh, but her. Um, her, uh, they show her boobs, I think, but they're like they're just clearly a stand-in's boobs. That's yeah, not that's... what I told myself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's not what I told my boner. <laughs> <laughs> Those are her boobs. <laughs> Love Sandy Bullock. Yeah. Do you guys? I I feel like we've discussed this on the show before, but do you guys remember the first R-rated movie you saw in the theater? Yeah, pre- in the theater Predator. Now. Predator. Mm-hmm. See, no what, shit. It wasn't a big thing for me. My parents were good or bad about that however you want to phrase it i i watched r-rated movies like my whole life yeah well, came out so did I. I watched them at home it Holy wasn't I, not at the theater though we had just moved back uh, yeah. from greece and uh my mom our what new, yeah well i lived in greece until like 87 um the, the country the country mm-hmm. no jeff the movie <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> yeah. like oh man i'm, I'm what's her name Jar- hot rods and shit <laughs> 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 i had my hair up in a bun um yeah no. loving had me a blast <laughs> so when we came back like uh, <laughs> uh it was like it was not a big deal so like we yeah i was taken to the theater to see predator and uh i think my i can't remember if it was my mom or dad i'm gonna probably guess it was my dad um but after that red r movies were nothing to me no. see the reason why i answered it the way i did is because hey i mean i have been watching radar movies the whole time my whole life B, I just don't, re- I don't know, because of that, I don't remember, my parents would go to the movie theater a lot and bring me, so I don't, I don't know, I just don't remember, I don't remember what, I mean, what it was or what it could have been. I don't like remember it, either, my mom just told me the story recently, though, she was like, I was right. like, what was the first Don't movie? you not remember anything pre-age yeah. 24? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get bits and pieces, but like, I don't remember things clearly. Hey, so, take it to Godfather, you don't remember? But that's Wait what, a second. That's where like mom's like, you Count know, you know this, because like mom's always like to talk about when you were younger. Yeah. So it's like, so I just let my mom, so I'll ask her questions like, what was the first R-rated movie I saw? And, you know, I ask her questions like that. And she goes, she goes, I don't remember fully. She goes, oh, Barton wait. Fink. She goes, it was, she goes, nope, it was Predator. She goes, I remember because you, because, uh, and I'm like, well, that makes sense because still to this day, that's one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Yeah. That is, that is definitely is a Clark classic. Movie. It's so fucking good, that movie. <laughs> fucking, I watch, I'll watch that after we're done recording. I, yeah. I'll watch that whenever. I love it. has got the best Arnold scream ever. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like, plamp, plamp, plamp. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just echoes for 30 seconds. That movie had such an impact on me that when I wrote a spec script for a Resident Evil movie, it was pretty much Predator. <laughs> like, it, it starts off with the stars team on a helicopter going into the woods outside of town, not knowing what they're going to get into. And then zombie, then they fight zombies and monsters. That's the most awesome setup. It's it's so (laughs) fuck. I was like, yeah, I even had a handshake between two of the guys that matched the, the predator. The, 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 um, Carl Weathers. Yeah. 
Just the manliest handshake. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Chubbs. I remember Chubbs. when Carl Weathers came through serious years ago. Jude got a video of him doing the Dylan, you son of a bitch. Boom, hand slap. Nice. And he was, was cool about awesome. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was pumped to, like, at the suggestion of it. I bet nice. Carl Weathers is the man. I heard oh, yeah, he's, he's cool super nice. I mean, he's great on Mandalorian. And then Predator also has that line that hasn't aged very well with or, or, Governor Governor Ventura. Oh, oh my please. God, say it. <laughs> oh, they're, they're on the helicopter, <laughs> yeah. and he's got the, he's offers everybody dip. Yeah. And he's like, everybody turns to me, like, you bunch of slack-jawed faggots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know this stuff will turn you into a sexual Tyrannosaurus? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's such a good line. <laughs> you fuck three chicks at once chewing, <laughs> chewing tobacco. He's great. And that was um what's his name? The guy who um who wrote the latest one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um Black, Shane Black. Yeah, he, yeah Shane Black was an actor in it. He play, yeah, he plays the, the, the guy the, the the one who doesn't look like a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, fucking the, tech nerd. The but guy I, who looks like a like a screenplay guy. dweeb. <laughs> but I heard because that was the first also the first movie that I really deep dove into the making of it. Like Predator Vlog? Yeah. <laughs> the Predator Vlog? I gotta start one now. Jeff, um, do you know who was originally the Predator? Who originally was cast as Predator? No, I should. I I, I might know if you tell me, but no, I don't I have I don't even have a guess. Shuddy, you remember? I have no idea. Oh. Oh, Jean Claude Van Damme. That's right. There's I pictures of that. him in the jungle with the suit on, with like the head off. Mm-hmm. And apparently he got let go because he was such a pain in the ass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he kept bitching about he couldn't move in the suit and, and do his kung fu moves. And they were just like, we don't give a fuck. Dude. Yeah, we don't, you're a fucking alien. I don't care what your kung fu moves, idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah, they don't teach fucking Muay Thai in space, you stupid yeah. asshole. Hey, the Predator doesn't do splits, okay? Get your well, shit together, Frenchie. I guess that led to Bloodsport, and Bloodsport kicked out. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. Got, yeah, exactly. We did... Um, we did a recent deep dive into that on the Ella show like a week or two ago. Bloodsport? Yeah. Ooh. It's kind of crazy. It's really tough to find a copy of that anywhere. What? Yeah. Why? Why? I got to own one. I, I think the studio is just like being a bitch about it. It used to be streaming for free on Prime. Now, I think the cheapest option was to rent it on Amazon Prime, but your other options are like just straight out buying it for 15 or $20. That's fine. Like on demand. Oh, I think so much of that movie that I really could care less about everything else Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> has ever done, and I'm still willing to be like, you know what, he's all right because he did Bloodsport. Well, Kickboxer's Blood... awesome too. Kickboxer's yeah, good. yeah, but I'm saying like if Time you stack, cop. no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but it's it brings me back to a simpler time that I enjoy. No, I'm I with you. It. I'm with you yeah. on Time Cop. But if you st- if you really Street line Fighter. up his movies, Street Fighter. Okay, <laughs> the that's, first that disappointed uh, the first me. movie I ever took a girl to. Was the Universal Soldier sequel? Holy shit! Oh, the Return. No. Yep. Oh my she god. She ended up hooking up with your best friend, didn't she? Oh, this is a movie to finger to. <laughs> I took. I took a. Pop that pussy. I went with a group. I went with a group Senior of year of high school. Oh, I went man, with a group. You should have known better. Uh, yeah, I went with a group Senior of friends to see uh, Payback. Uh, that uh, movie with Mel Gibson, Payback. Oh yeah, we and were talking about that recently in one of our Poo Team Six missions, I think. Right. That, that was a good one, and then I ended up making out with my best friend's sister the whole movie. Score. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, you missed out on some great work from Mel Gibson. I saw it again. Yeah, unfortunately, I saw it again. your your 
that that girl's brother was watching a movie on how to get payback. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's just sitting there watching you guys making out, taking notes like this motherfucker. I was wondering when my car caught on fire a week later. <laughs> oh man! So where were we? Did did Shuddy give his his grade of speed? Yeah. Do oh, you yeah. feel like? Well, it's, I mean, it's no. a five dicker for nice. sure. Yeah. It's, there we go. It, it's not. It's not a debatable. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. It, yeah. it, it's not a Top Gun or a True Lies. This is a legit five dicker that I believe we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shuddy Boy's been getting fresh with his words about True Lies, saying a lot of untrue things. Oh, are you <laughs> what <laughs> telling true lies about True Lies? Yeah. Wait, what do you what do you think of True Lies? That's a good movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, that, how that's... good though? Of, well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't, I remember one scene in that movie. Is it the Jamie Lee Curtis scene? Yeah. What else happened in that movie? Just <laughs> what about when, yeah. um, asking seek is not necessarily fair. Yeah, it's true. That's all he remembers about it. <laughs> and, and watch it again. Not even the aneurysm. Get rid of those nugs. <laughs> no, no. The, those, yeah. those, those nugs survive aneurysms. <laughs> nice try brain. You're not, <laughs> not wiping those nuggets out. Fuck you brain. The yank banks in there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm retaining my Jamie Lee Curtis spank bank material. <laughs> What about that scene where the creepy guy drugs him with truth serum? Do you remember that part at all? What? No. Yeah. When Ar- Arnold gets like drugged when he gets kidnapped, they shoot him up with truth serum. He's like, first I'm going to uh, snap your neck and use you as a human oh, shield. I, then I'm going to take that scalpel over there and kill that man by throwing it into his eye. I remember I now. Can do Ooh. All that. And how are you planning on doing that? You know my handcuffs? Hmm. I've picked them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I did. That was a fun scene. I will. I will agree to that. Oh come on! That whole movie is nothing but fun scenes. You were un-American. Yeah, you. <laughs> I'm gonna get you deported, Shuddy. You. Yeah, I feel like you went into into that movie not wanting to like it or something. <laughs> Wait, is Tom Arnold in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. maybe I do remember a little bit of this. Right. Yeah, that's a good movie. Shit. Yeah. What is? What's his? What's your rating on it, Shuddy? He said not very good. We're not going to get into okay. it. I thought it was terrible. I'm on record with True Lies being a five dicker. That's a craft classic. I have to rewatch it, but I know it. I a Kevin Craft classic. Hey. Nope, nope. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like. Hmm. It. I, uh, I I agree. I think it's a it's a five dicker. The the it sparked a debate on what's better. I, I wonder what your feeling is on this. We'll move past it though after you give your quick feedback. Top Gun or True Lies? Because well, Shuddy's huge about Top Gun. Kevin's mm. big about True Lies. I like them both. I think that they're both great. I think I would give the edge to True Lies, but it is close. What do you think? I mean, I I, I only remember Top Gun better because I've rewatched it in the past few years. I haven't re-seen <sighs> True Lies. Fucking plain school. <laughs> well, but see, I grew up uh, on an Air Force base and with an uncle in the Navy, so... Like that's all familiar stuff to me, so I, I like movies like that. So I, I like Top Gun a lot, but I have to rewatch to give a, a True Lies to give a true rating. Fair enough. But I remember loving True Lies when, you know. So I, that's I feel the exact same way. I think I, I like them both a lot. Both kick ass. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I took a a, a recent adventure hmm? this past weekend. That's I apologize up. to anybody who listened to the Ella show today. Uh, I know yeah, people you get, should. People get bummed out when I double dip, but got to oh. fucking talk to the Puminati too, for Christ's sake, Jesus. Uh, I went to um, a sense, sensory deprivation tank. 
Was that the a first float time? Tank. Yeah, first time ever doing one. I didn't I like it. I thought you've done much. one before. No, I've been wanting to go forever. Hmm. And just never pulled the trigger. I think I was just because people always say that like you you hallucinate in there. And that always worried me because I haven't done all that great with hallucinations in the past couple decades. That's the only reason I got in there. And I didn't get the hallucinogenic experience. How was it for you, though? So I went with uh, Will Pendarvis, and we went to this place in Pasadena and booked you know, you know, their separate rooms. So we each booked a room for an hour. What was it called? Uh, Just Float. I actually saw it on Jeff Goldblum's show on Disney Plus. Oh, Jesus! <clears throat> yeah, he went because like they do an ep- every episode of that show is based on something, like something just menial and everyday. But he does like a deep dive on it and different aspects and stuff. So he did an episode on pools, hmm. and he went to like a water park, and then he goes to a float tank. And I was like, wow, that place actually looks like really nice and clean and futuristic and shit. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll look into that place. And they have a pretty good discount for first-timers. Hmm. So I was like, well, fuck it. I want to I check that out. I'm going to pull the trigger and finally, finally see what's up. And uh, they make you – there's a shower in the room, so they, they want you to shower and shampoo and shit mm-hmm. so you get all your body and hair oils out. And then it's just this you know massive tub with a, like maybe a foot of water, and they just dump a ton, ton of Epsom salt in it, so it's, you, you're super buoyant in it. And I, I put my ear earplugs in, and the chick gave, she's like, it, it's, it's your first time, so I'll give you this halo. It's like a head water pillow. She's like, some people don't need it. It's, it's like 50-50. Some people get in, and their head just sinks too far back, and they want to use one of these. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I'll try, I'll try that halo thing out. So you get in, you get situated, you get comfortable, and you push a button, and it dims the lights, and music starts playing, and you get like five minutes of just calming, peaceful, low music, and then it just fades out, and you're in pitch black and perfect silence. So I, they show they, you have to watch like a training video before you go too. So they they show you like like when you get in, like kind of like hold the sides, so and hold it for about twenty seconds, so you keep yourself perfectly still. And then once everything's settled, you can let go and you'll just chill and you'll just stay in space. So it's pitch black. It's so black that when you close your eyes and open them, there's like no difference. Like I couldn't tell if my eyes were open or closed. Mm -hmm. And I let go of the walls and I'm just floating. And I'm like, all right, this is interesting. This is a cool sensation. It's nice and peaceful. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm rotating. Oh, this is weird. I feel like I'm just like slowly spinning. And then, dunk, hit my fucking head on the side of the thing. So, but didn't hurt turns right? out i was spinning no but it's like the whole point of this thing is to just be perfectly still and calm and relaxed and i'm just and of course you couldn't figure out how to do that yeah no but i, I think it you're just kind of floating you don't really know what's happening and like sometimes you will bounce on the wall and you just bounce back like I don't like. I, I don't know. Whatever. I asked Will afterwards. He's mm. like, I didn't touch the sides at all. I don't know what you were doing wrong. I touched the sides. Oh, all right. Well, we're both mm. idiots then. I didn't look at it as like me being an idiot. I just well, you like, should. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I have more confidence in you, I guess, and I don't know, just a better attitude. <laughs> uh, so I, got, I got bored. Did you get bored? A little bit. So I, when I finally like got myself situated to where I wasn't rotating anymore and i stood still you know it, it's it's hard to shut your brain off and the chick told me before going in she's like look 
first timers, you know, everybody just tends to get a little obsessed and overly focused on not thinking. And when you do that, you get too inside your own head and then you can't get out of it. So just let your thoughts flow naturally. Don't fight it. Like just, just wait it out. Like if you, if you go in there and you're actively thinking, stop thinking, stop thinking, all Mm -hmm. you're going to do is overthink. Do you take something before you do this? Or is it just like, is that just the experience? Like, no, it's just the experience. Hmm. They they sell like CBD gummies at the counter, but I didn't buy any. And they they tell you to not go in under the influence of anything, even weed. Sure. I mean, yeah, you're in water, so. So I hmm. I get I get I recover from bonking my head and spinning around and shit, and I finally chill out, and I'm just thinking about stuff, and my mind's racing, and then it starts calming down a bit. And then I saw what looked like, you know, the iris of an eye. Mm. So, you know, like when it's super dark and you have your eyes closed, but you, there's like little color patterns and stuff. I or don't. if you like rub your eye, like when you close your eye, it's not like perfect darkness. There's like little like flickers kind of. It was kind of like that, but more intense. And it made a circle and I could see the edges of it were real wispy, like almost like a ghost in a movie, just like hmm. flowing away like smoke. And then it sort of did its own Aurora Borealis thing, where it was like a, it was like a bluish green light show going on. Hmm. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I saw little white spots that kind of looked like stars. And I was like, oh man, I hope my brain starts thinking that it's in outer space or some shit, and I could start hurtling through the stars and go to another universe or dimension or some shit. And then. My leg starts twitching, and then that makes water ripples, and then I'm like, boop, 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 like bobbing around, and it completely just broke any sort of concentration or anything. Yeah, any zone you're in. Yeah, so now I'm like, ah, fuck, and I gotta resettle myself, and I'm put my fucking hands out, steadying myself, and then I start getting a muscle spasm in my thigh, like involuntarily, just like, plop, 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 and that's making ripples and waves and shit. Your body's out Damn to it. sabotage you. I know. <laughs> Tom, so I, I finally, I, I, you know, my my leg stops moving, and I get all calm again, and I'm just floating, and then I start getting on the edge of a dream. Have you ever been just like super tired watching TV or something, and you like half nod off, but you're not asleep, but your brain almost kind of starts to dream? Yeah, I do it often. And then, like if you're like if you're walking in the dream, you'll like go through a motion of like moving your arm or your leg, and then that kind of like nods you up. And you're like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I usually oh, fall not- off a sidewalk. <laughs> it's weird. It's like an old man like premonition. I just like <gasps> it's like I fall off like a like, I don't know like the biggest sidewalk ever, and like smack. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so oh, that that happened to me a couple of times where I'd be like on the edge of a dream and then jerk up, and then. Uh, I'm I'm trying again. I'm trying to focus, and then now, now I'm like counting the minutes. I'm like, how long have I been been in here? Has this been five minutes? Have been have I been in here for fifty minutes? Right. Is my hour almost up? Maybe they forgot about me. <laughs> then my nuts start itching, and I'm like, oh no! This don't is the end itch, of the line, huh? don't itch your nuts, man. You gotta you gotta ride this out. You gotta be calm, because every time you move, that makes the water start jumping around, and then you have to wait it out until it calms again. You're going to waste all your time in here. Don't itch your nuts. Don't itch your fucking nuts. No, once you get nut sensations, oh. that's it. It's game Dude, over. That was so itchy. I was just like, oh, God, I got to itch them. And I'm like scratching my nuts back into a wave pool. Sounds like the best part of your float tank experience. 
<laughs> Should have just jerked Scratching off in there. That itch. Then I started getting. Like, I'll when make I, this more poignant. <laughs> when I'm tired and sleepy, I get this sensation in like my thigh groin area that I have to do one of those like sideways lunge stretches. Mm. It's like an itch that only doing that stretch can scratch. That starts up. Hmm. Like restless leg shit, and I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker, leave me alone!" <laughs> so I I just give in and I put my heels together and my feet, and almost do like the butterfly thing, and I'm in the tank pushing my knees down so I can get that good stretch in. Mm. And then it's just like I should fucking hit the button and abort. Like just shower and get the fuck out of here. What am I doing? I'm just wasting my time. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. I actually like sat. In the shower for like the last 10 minutes of my float lab experience or my float tank experience. It, I wasn't necessarily bored up until the very end. Like when my restless leg thing happened, that was like the last 10 minutes. That was when I was like, all right, I think I'm over this. But I wanted yeah. to just ride it out. And it was very relaxing and enjoyable. I'm pretty, sure pretty sure I had money on the Lakers at that time. And I was just like thinking the whole time, like, I wonder what the score is. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that probably ruined Don't it do completely. That. What is it? Can you pay for more than one hour? Or is, it, or is that, yeah. that the limit? Oh, okay. No, because I, I remember when I was in the waiting room, some guy came in and said he had like a two-hour reservation. So that makes sense. two hours. Because even if your brain's all a fucking flutter, after like 45 minutes, you can finally die it down and then actually enjoy it in a full hour. That guy's hour. a real junkie, huh? Two hours. <laughs> Yeah. Well, shit. Some people need to escape, I guess. Well, yeah, we were talking real. when we were talking about this on the Ellis show today. Some guy called in and said he has a he has a membership at a place near him, and he goes once a month. I like, like people people use it for it seems excess. It makes their like anxiety go away. And I will say, I got a good night's sleep. And when I woke up the next day, I wasn't. I was a little groggy getting out of bed, but then I was just like full of energy. I had a really productive Saturday. I did remember that actually. I had a really nice. Night of sleep that night after the float, the float tank. I remember it was good for that, definitely. But I didn't get any of the hallucinogenic experience that no. I was that I heard. I think on Rogan or something like that. Doesn't so, he talk well, about talk about? The I think float so. Yeah. And on on our on our way there, Will was telling me that Jude went and did one. Sweet. And hopefully it's a GHB before. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, oh, I wanna, I'll go to the float lab with with Jude. So he was saying that, like, on the way there, Jude was listening to this, like, hip-hop song came on the radio, and it it was, like, a song he loves. Mm -hmm. And when he got out of the think tank and went back in his car and turned it on, that song was on, and he, like, didn't want to hear it. It was, like, turned him off. He was like, oh, I don't like this song anymore. And then I guess he, like, went to watch porn, and he was like, oh, I don't care for this either. Like, it turned him off of porn. How long did that last? That's what I ask. Yeah. Four, <laughs> I don't min- think it, four more minutes. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it lasted very long. But like <laughs> afterwards, it was a little transformative. Like he he wasn't into like certain music and porn, I guess, for a little bit. But I don't know. Once once I started getting the restless leg thing and I was like over it, I was toughing it out. And then the fucking lights came on. I was like, all right, good. So I shower and I go into the lounge where Will was waiting because they stagger the rooms by 15 minutes so he 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 had a 15 minute head start on me mm. and he's like how was it and i'm like i don't know i guess now i know what it feels like to be a turd <laughs> and he was like oh my god of course that was the experience you had i'm like what yours was different he was like dude you have no idea <laughs> oh my god. this motherfucker went to a different dimension <laughs> what the fuck he said he was. It was like the same thing as me. 
he he had a he had like a, a hard time settling his thoughts down and, and like relaxing. But once he did, he saw like his own eye staring back at him. And then a supernova exploded and he went into it. And then he turned into a bird and was like <laughs> flying over the, a city. Hey, no, dude, you're talking about DMT. That He's was a, that time you did DMT. That's, that's the that's episode not... of Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he, he like some ancient pharaoh like floated by him and then those like anubis people walked by when he fucking buys what is he own part of the part of the float lab what is that shit <laughs> yeah I, he's like doing a commercial what, for them what are you talking about? he said he, he I his, saw pharaohs essence was floating and he saw a guy playing a guitar writing a new song and he went into the guy's body he, he said he was floating over Disneyland. He became dead man. He had, yeah, he had <laughs> this entire cosmic journey. Like Doctor Strange. I was like, I fucking want that. I was about to kick the door into that place and be like, give me a fucking refund. What did he take before this, he got in the water? This fucking guy turned into a bird. <laughs> I spun around and bonked my head and got restless leg syndrome. I'm calling bullshit. I bet you were just on the toilet the whole time in the full lab. <laughs> he wasn't even in the tank. He sat on the edge of the water and jerked off. <laughs> yeah. What's the craziest thing I can tell Kevin? Yes, ancient pharaohs. Yeah, yeah. I was a bird, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And this, I wrote I wrote a song. This fucking guy was shredding guitar and just went into his body, and it was sweet. I mean, that's cool. Good. Yeah. Good At least he him. got his money's worth. For real. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back. Yeah. You look for the ancient pharaohs and the guy with the guitar. I feel like I was close. Like if I started seeing the aurora borealis, like I was seeing like a color light show. It was super mild. Areola borealis. What the hell are you talking about? You're gonna see pharaoh titties. <laughs> yeah, I want to see some Egyptian areolas. You've never heard of the Northern Lights? I've heard of that before, but that's weed, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what it, it is. is. It is a strain of oh, marijuana. Oh, all right. Well, right. I, guess, I guess here's a, a a pie piece for Kevin in Showbiz Pursuit. What's Northern Lights, pussy? Jeez, I'm not. Jeff, you bonehead. Are you going to go to Google? You can't even tell me, you fucking queer I just, muffin? I just did. I don't get it. Ariel Bolialis. All right. <laughs> the Northern Lights. No, I don't know. I don't know what any of that is. You fucking ding dong. This. What the fuck is this fake shit? This is the album cover of the Incubus Drive album, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. All right, that's, like, that's, looks like the scenes from Star, stills from like Star from the, Trek or something. the stellar single. You've never <laughs> seen pictures of the Northern Lights before. You never seen those, the green and purple lights? No, no, no. Where do you see them though? <laughs> like, the, where do I find them? Like South Africa. They're usually uh, in all like the best remote in Africa. No, locations. that's the northern lights. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, if they're so bright, how come I've never seen them? Because you're not far enough north, and there's a lot of to... light pollution. It happens yeah. at the pole. Oh, it's yeah. for the Canadians. I get you. Like Iceland and shit. Okay. Well, anything could be happening up there north of the wall. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe there's northern lights and giants oh. and fucking whatever. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not fucking around where the wildlings are. <laughs> yeah. That, does, that doesn't count. I thought we were talking. The like, fucking I, ginger is there. I thought there was like something in like New Jersey that you saw. Fucking. <laughs> 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 yeah. Iceland. All right. Yeah. I, I believe you. I guess. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know too much about them either. I just seen <laughs> pictures sometimes of them online. I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy pictures before. 
I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't believe everything I see. <laughs> no, I know that from our conversation earlier. Oh, yeah. All right, well, Jeff, you, you, you mentioned possibly in the Easter egg um, needing to go after some, some of the Puminati to blow off some steam. No. Yeah, yeah, I want to do some voicemails, and I'm thinking about just going. I'm going to be the MSPH heel. I just got to think of enough good jokes on people's hometowns. All right, well, let's do it. Voicemails, yay! I feel like the voicemails sort of ebb and flow. Last week seemed positive, so maybe somebody's going to tell me how much dick I suck again or something. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Some guy called in and lit Kevin up, and it was awesome. And really celebrated me and Shuddy's accomplishments in this podcast and just dragging Kevin to the finish line every episode. Nice. I uh, Someone asked me, they were like, what are you going to do in Florida when you first get there? Like, what's your first priority? I said... I'm actually going to catch up on MSPH because I'm a Patreon backer too. And I'm so I'm like three episodes behind on both. That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's see what this human has to say. All right. What the fuck? I think I called the wrong number. All right. This is dumbass. I got a lot of shit I want to say. All right. First off, with the ball thing, that is that is just fucking weird. Like, he took off a 1.5 speed. Yeah, I know. Holy How God. How much meth did this guy yeah, do? this guy fucking snorted like four lines and called so in. First of all, what the fuck? He, I'm going to say everything bugging? that comes to my mind right now. I'm going. <laughs> to be fair, he did say he had a lot to say. What yeah. The fuck? You're talking about bugging? What are you going to do? There's a three-minute time limit on this, right? <laughs> Imagine if this goes for three minutes and he gets cut off at this rate. I hope all the voicemails <laughs> are just him. Just <laughs> <laughs> doing fucking blow and calling the voicemail line. So first of all, I just wanted to read a portion of War and Peace. You guys ready? Okay, here we go. Chapter one. First of all, with Jeff Suckadeck, and I hate True Lies. I think Top Gun is much better. <laughs> They're like the annoying friends that go to the party. You just brought them along for the hell of it. They're, they're doing nothing, right? So, so just leave them, uh, leave them out of the equation, right? Second, that guy last week, Joel from Milwaukee or whatever the fuck, saying, uh, saying, oh, this guy's better, this guy's better, and Shuddy's better. He's fucking wrong. Shuddy was only good. All right, he's okay. But he was the best when fucking Schmoop wouldn't let him smoke weed. Power hour all the time, funny as shit. Shuddy needs to stop playing fucking video games, start drinking, stop smoking the weed for the show. Uh, Jeff, Uh-oh. Jeff's a piece of shit. He's so fucking stupid. Shit. Uses the word literally wrong constantly. Like, God damn, he wasn't on the show. Fuck, I miss him. He 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 grows on you. Wait, 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 wait. Right, who does he miss? Who does he miss? I think you. He's just talking so oh, old. You. You know what I think? What Jeff Lewis do? What are you talking about? He's literally wrong. <laughs> Before I started misusing literally. I don't know if you guys listen to your own shit again, but <laughs> I go back and listen to old stuff all the time. 212 Knockout. You guys need to listen to yourself. You are funny as shit. You will be dying laughing. All right. Later. Fuck, I feel bad now. I, I bored him with Venom stuff for like 20 minutes at the beginning of this episode. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, he's going to have a lot to say. Yeah, he's going to be like, first of that. all, that boring fuck can talk about Venom on his own show. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard a lot of, like, when, um, I guess... Spotify, I don't know. I don't fuck with Spotify or anything, but I guess they they put MSPH on there a while back, and they what? wanted to know what our top ten episodes were to put in. Like, if you want to check this podcast out, here's the top ten, top ten episodes you should listen to. And when place. I reached out to the Puminati, overwhelmingly people were like, "Oh, two twelve, the knockout." Nice. Like, was it just us three? I don't. Th- 
That's a good question. I don't know. I feel like the Rude Jude ones are always the most popular. Yeah, Rude Jude ones got a lot. The D&D episodes got a lot. Um, but the Knockout seemed to be a resounding favorite amongst people. So the Micro Machines guy well, might have been onto something there. Yeah, maybe we should all go back and listen to that episode. Well, that was not a good one for me and Shuddy, that, that, that voicemail. <laughs> no. So if the next one goes at Kevin. But he still gave we you guys like compliments. Spotify. Yeah, he still likes you guys. We're not? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, this is, wasn't this sh- something Shuddy mentioned last week or recently? I don't know. I got hit up about something about putting up top ten list together. So can I don't you, know. Maybe someone was fucking with me and just made me waste my time. Can you just put it in the in our Libsyn on the back end? Because I'm on my other podcast on Spotify and I forget how I did it. I know it wasn't hard because my dumbass figured it out. Yeah, we'll take it, a look. It was literally very easy. Wait, did I get that one? Literally? Probably. Oh. I got that. I got hey, fellas. Yep. Uh, hey, the Bat Dad here. And um, nice. just short of halftime during the Super Bowl right now. And I just want to say uh, last night I wished really hard on a shooting star. And I just want, if it does happen... If magic exists, I want to get a preemptive, you're welcome in. I really wished hard for Shakira and Jennifer Lopez to show their boobies in the halftime show. And so, if it happens, you're welcome. Praise be, Bat Dad. Love you. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we're a little backlogged on these, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's the bummer. We could have added to that wish. I love Bad Dad taking credit for the billion to one shot. If if their titties pop out, you guys can thank me. <laughs> well, all right, Bad Dad. <laughs> well, didn't go that way, unfortunately. They were close, though. What's up, man? Scientist Party Hour. This is uh, Sir Spokalot, a.k.a. Jeff from San Pedro. Uh, this uh, call is just pretty much from last week's listeners. Man. I need Google Translate is having a hard time saying what he's saying here. I feel like he's he's like right here on the microphone. He's like uh, yeah. trying to give his his uh, the talking part of his phone coronavirus. <laughs> Shit, Joel, uh, fuck you! You're not breaking up the trio, and nobody wants to listen to your shitty podcast. Uh, anyway, Jeff and Chevy, we got you back. And uh, Kevin, yes, you're funny, but. The float is a show. The float is not show. Um, the show is not float without you two. So uh, keep up the good work, boys. Have a good week. Who, who's Joel? Was he giving you guys a hard time? Is Joel, that the guy who called in and shit on me? I guess. And people are really uh, caping up for Kevin. I thought what Joel said was both accurate and fair. Oh. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it was funny. It was funny. Because he just came in and, and, and tore down Kevin. And I didn't even remember his name, but that's what everyone's responding Shit. to. okay. And this was a while ago. This Was, was this in 2020? <laughs> I mean, I guess the Super Bowl was, so yeah. So yeah, but it was... We're listening to voicemails from a month ago. Okay, yeah, I got you. We're backlogged. Play damn you! What's up, Mad Scientist Party Hour? This is Lee Cole. I was just calling because like uh, I'm a little disappointed in Jeff. Um, I don't know how you don't just go for the easy layup and pick the Chiefs with the parlay on the over. Boom, there you go. Get quadruple your money, you know. Um, and Shreddy Boy, that witch hair cut dad joke is the, the funniest thing. That might be just 
because I'm a dad. But anyways, uh, you guys are doing a good, good job. Um, maybe Kevin, you need to figure out how to get some more buttons and get that board working again. Anyway, or your uh, iPad or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to keep on trucking. I agree with you, Lee Cole. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, was- I got to figure out how to get the adding more buttons and shit. It's weird. Like, I know the process. It just, you have to plug the iPad into your computer, sync the new clips, and then when they show up, you add them to the button. They just don't show up after you sync them. There's just, hmm. I, 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 I don't know what's going on. One day it was functioning perfectly fine. The next day, none of the new clips were showing up. So, I don't know. I'm too much of a stupid head. Hey, Lee Cole, the fucking over didn't cash. That parlay loses. <laughs> all right? The over the over under was fifty four, and the total score was fifty one. You motherfucker! But yeah, I was wrong on the Chiefs. <laughs> hey, sweet call again. Oh, one more thing, Jeff. How do you walk out on the greasy string with? That's like one of the best movies ever. It's like a uh, adult Napoleon Dynamite. Anyways, uh, I know it's really stupid and it's one big dick joke, but still, how do you walk out on that with with your sense of humor? Anyway, later. <laughs> Damn, you said you failed at the Chiefs and at movies. Yeah, Greasy Strangler is one of my least favorite movies that I've seen in recent years. Not, and you only watched like fifteen minutes of it and then just walked out. Yeah, I left your your place. Yeah, he, he turned it oh, on. Shit, and I just was done hanging out with Kevin afterwards. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is fucking dumb. Whatever, you can watch this movie yourself. That reminds me of like when um, we had a viewing of Akira at my old apartment, mm. and like. You know, Brandano and everybody was there, and we turned the lights down and popped the movie in. And like 20 minutes into it, my buddy Rob, who lived upstairs from me, just gets up and walks out. And we're like, huh, all right. And then the next time we saw him, we were like, what's up, Rob? You didn't like Akira? And he's like, fuck no, that movie was freaking me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Like 15 minutes in, Jeff is just like, oh. I'm just going to go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to drive for an hour. Yeah, yeah I just went home. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go... S- uh, sitting on the 405 is way more exciting than this movie. <laughs> I'm out. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> is pooping Kathy? Or a mad scientist is mixing Kevin, up a potion. I was just listening to a replay of the Ellis show, and you're so right. At the beginning of June Juice, he's taking a piss. Love you, boys. Jesus, that is an old reference. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Gin and Juice came out in 92, and when did you <laughs> talk about this? <laughs> like, the opening skit of, of Gin and Juice, it's a guy pissing, right? Right? Mm-hmm. No, he's pouring liquor into right. a cup. No, he's pissing. Nope. No. He's pouring liquor into a cup. Why do you think it's Gin and, gin and Juice? He goes like, ugh, and then starts pissing. But that's the gag, right? Is that he's pouring the drink. He's pouring the drink. That's what I always assumed. I don't really know what the moan is. I guess that that didn't like stand out to me, but I figured he was pouring drink in a gin in a cup. Okay, but that, that sounds like a piss. No, because that oh shit! If anything, that's like an orgasmic sound. That's not like a sound you make when you piss. It's just, he's just making random noises. Uh. 
trickles off like an, like the end of a piss, though. Give me some bubble gum in this motherfucker or something. Damn, that's, oh, that's a, that's a good debate that, there. I don't. I I disagree. I with just you assumed he was mouth. pouring the drink, but I know it sounded like piss. I mean, the random moans do kind of throw you off. But, I, but I, it sounds like end of day fuck my life moans. Yeah, he just got like, work. He just finished a double shift, uh, got home, and took a piss. Sounds like fucking <laughs> O face moans. <laughs> Ugh. I've been holding this in all day. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Sounds like the first nut in a few months, actually. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Maybe we're all wrong. We, we maybe. It's, it's neither. Yeah, I ejaculated while pouring my drink. Yeah, Snoop Out. was like, Ray Lancer, it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in the tub. <laughs> all right. Scrubbing uh, my butthole. Let's see. What do you guys think? One more? Two more. Two more? Okay. Oh, all right. We got to catch up, guys. You're damn right we do. What is up? Hey, getting caught up on some episodes? The D&D one? A Joel's real piece so of quiet? shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> some voicemails are so fucking loud and some are so damn quiet. Amazing. Alex, great Dungeon Master skills. Um, quick question for Shuddy. How are you going to fill that bong up? Are you going to pee down the top? Or are you going to try to shoot it down the bottom? Curious about the logistics of this. Also, what is the over-under if Jeff gets his belly button pierced that it gets infected? Over-under. Anyway, love you, dude. Keep up the good work. Cheers. I don't know how, but if Jeff got his belly button uh, pierced, he would somehow end up with the coronavirus. No way. <laughs> don't attach the coronavirus to well, my name. Only one way to find out. Let's pierce Jeff's belly button. <laughs> I, you can't do an over-under to that because that would like assume that I'm definitely going to get infected and when would it over-under a certain time. Like I don't think it's a foregone conclusion should I lose a bet or do something, make a whole bunch of terrible decisions and end up getting my belly button pierced that it gets infected. <laughs> I think I'll be able to walk away from it and without an infection. So Shuddy lost this year's Oscar bet, and the punishment mm-hmm. for whoever lost was you have to piss in a bong and then do a bong hit through it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, terrible, right? And then we were just discussing you oh know, the God. 2021 Oscars, mm. and I got dared at a party one time in New York to let Troy Kwan pierce my belly button. Oh, yeah. So, of course, I let him do it. Right. And I was like, would, Jeff, would, would that be a, like a, a punishment that fits in your comf- comfort realm? Like, a, and obviously, the punishment isn't going to be, you lost the bet, you get to eat a pizza and an ice cream sundae. Like, For sure. It has to be a funny punishment that the listeners are going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and I, right. have to, I have to be bummed out, or the person getting punished has to be bummed out. Yeah. That would bum me out, but I would much rather do that than take a bong rip with my own piss. As weird as that, I mean, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure most people or some people at home probably thinking like, fuck that, I'll take the bong rip. But for me, mm. I don't know. I just feel like I could explain that better, honestly. That's what I said <laughs> originally. I was like, I, I can explain getting the belly button pierced. Like, hey, I got into a gamble that I shouldn't have, and it just went the wrong way, and here I am, where it's just like there's really no good way to explain taking a bong rip with your well, own you, piss. And you can always take that belly ring out as soon as possible, right? But yeah, I mean, I have to wear it for however long we oh, agree on. okay. So I don't know, whatever it be. When I got mine done, like a I, few hours I, I left it in for a week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's probably... As long as it's not like a year that you have to have it. 
Yeah, I wouldn't agree to a year. Yeah, a week sounds. I feel like I would learn my should, lesson. We should after have to pass the belly button ring around to the loser. Yeah, have one ring and wear it, wear it for a year. That that definitely oh. sounds like coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, almost like <laughs> like the, you gotta wear the fucking Oscar punishment for a year. It's a hoop, the hoop of shame. Oh my, oh. that is too ruthless. <laughs> they do that on uh, the league. They they have like their. Winner trophy and loser trophy for the whole year. For that to happen, we're going to raise the Patreon prices so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shuddy, do you have a game plan in mind for how you're going to fill the bong with your piss? Uh, I'm just going to pee in the top. Oh, man. Makes sense. Is he videoing uh, this and sending it to you guys? Well, I feel like Shuddy should do it the next time he's here. Oh, yeah. It'll okay. be funnier if we're all witnessing it and yeah. reacting Smart. On the show. Yeah, smart. And then we'll put the video up on Patreon just so, you yeah. know, there's that. And I think most importantly, his his lady Sharon could pretend like it never happened. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shuddy Boy Fair gets, enough. To, he gets to go home with his dignity. Right. Yeah, he says a whole week of brushing his teeth afterwards. I'm sensitive to that. Yeah. I think I don't think I think we need to keep her out of this as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So Shuddy, how are you enjoying your new home? I'm loving it. Nice. Congrats, man. You had some Thanks. Um, it was fix it was me up stuff originally for a little while. Mm-hmm. How what far, did you say, Jeff? I'm I was sorry. Gonna say, I was gonna say you had a little bit of like uh, do-it-yourself projects when you moved in, right? Yeah, we haven't started those yet. I mean, we we cleaned. That was the major one, and it was terrible. Uh, this they, place was fucking disgusting. They don't have to clean it before they sell it to you. They're supposed to. Uh, but they didn't. Now, is there any retribution? Like, do you get to go and like poop in their new house? <laughs> no. <laughs> if there was retribution, I don't think that would be it, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. That was just my first idea. <laughs> I can come up with something better. <laughs> Belly button piercings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get to go show up to their house and piss in their bombs? <laughs> yeah, it's Oscar punishment for these assholes. But so uh, how far complete are you, or uh, how far away from being complete are you? And... I mean, there's lots of. Th- we're going to be doing things for years. Thirty years. For you know, we've got to replace the carpets. We've got to paint. We've got to do all kinds of little bullshit. Uh, but nothing that's urgent. Sounds like really. Bradley and Draven got their summers pretty well mapped out, huh? Yeah, time to uh, earn that allowance. Other than replacing the water heater, we have to do that pretty soon. Dang. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it's been awesome. Uh, Walmart felt my wrath uh, this <laughs> nice. week. Oh, boy. What happened? They didn't deliver my TV when they said they would. Ooh. That's fair. What did you... So did you have to, you called them up? You, did you or did you go in? No, I I ordered it online because we got a uh, a seventy inch, and I didn't want to deal with transporting it, so I ordered it to have it delivered to the house, and it was supposed to be delivered on Thursday. Uh, the shipping the company that delivers it for Walmart didn't even have it yet. Uh Walmart promised me that it would be delivered on Friday and then Friday I got told that it wasn't going to be delivered till sometime on Saturday. What the fuck? I'm supposed to play Madden on my 50-inch screen like some <laughs> sort of peasant? 
So, but they ended up giving me twenty five percent off. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh shit! Oh, awesome! Nice. That's not bad. Yeah, Thursday when I called and was angry, they gave me ten percent off, and then Friday they gave me another fifteen. Sweet. Oh, that that'll get me the next five years worth of Madden. <laughs> I'm in the. They'll only get two, but oh. mm. that's the stage that I'm in with television buying now. I can't even like go to the store and get one. I have to have it shipped. My car's like not big enough. I mean, with how big well, TVs are, no one's car is really big enough unless you wow. got a pickup truck. There's that, and they didn't carry this one in the store because oh. I wanted a, a Roku TV. Oh, okay. My roommate has one of those. That's a smart TV, right? Yeah, but with it has Roku built in. Okay. Um, That's cool. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to be shopping like, for a new TV soon, too. Is it Ultra HD? It is 4K, yes. And it was reasonably priced for such a monstrous TV. How much does a 70-inch 4K smart TV go for, if you don't mind me asking? This particular oh one was $479 before my 25% back. Oh, my. That's a good deal. God. I'm going to get one. Jeez. I remember my first flat screen. My grandpa died and left me, like, a little bit of money. So I used it to get a, a mattress. Like, I had... A twin Tempur-Pedic? I had a twin mattress mm-hmm. that was somehow skinnier than a twin, and it was so old, it was like shaped kind of like a banana. It just dipped in the middle, and and it was like a like an arch almost, mm-hmm. like a shitty hammock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Like any time a chick would like sleep over, she would fall out of bed. Oh man, <laughs> it was really embarrassing. Didn't make it easy for a return visit, huh? No, no. It was very hard to pork in. Um, so <laughs> that the the money my grandpa left me went to a mattress, and I got a a flat screen, and I think it was it was a fifty inch plasma, and it cost twenty three hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, it was insane, and it weighed like a hundred pounds. My my first LED was a forty inch Sony, that was nine hundred dollars. Yeah, my first was I think junior year of college with poker money i bought like a 32 inch lcd westinghouse for like a thousand dollars before the ps5 comes out i'm gonna i'm gonna do a tv upgrade maybe wait until a cyber monday so i can get like you know that's why i'm a 60 inch for fucking 200 bucks or something crazy yeah that's why i'm not bringing my current tv it's only like a 28 inch anyway i've been Mm -hmm. meaning to upgrade for a while but I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm going to leave that on the curb and just let someone take it, and I'm going to buy a new TV in Florida. I might take it. All right. I want to get – I might have told you guys this. I want to do like in my next apartment with my brothers. I want to have like a three or four TV set up in my living room. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Well, shit. If you want it, you can have it. I'm also – I want to be able to watch all of the games I'm gambling on, not not flip through each and every one of them. I'm getting rid of that in my desk too. You're gonna be like that dude in the the old the guy in the Matrix. Yeah, that guy who's just like in a room, just full of TV monitors, who's keeping a track yeah. of everything. That's gonna be you're gonna be like Howard Hughes out with like <laughs> jars of piss. You're gonna have a big long white beard and your overgrown toenailed feet stuffed into Kleenex boxes. Just I can't stop watching sports. I hope. Yeah, that's, ex- that's essentially good. what I'm going for. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good five year plan. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Now that I'm single, I'm 
working on self-improvement. And that's the way I want to improve comes myself. More TV. It's at-home entertainment. That sounds like self-destruction, but yeah, that's fine. Eh, I'm up $40 today. <laughs> <laughs> Time to splurge. All right, let's do our one more voicemail and then hop over to Patreon. Mad Party Hour. What up? A real shoe stoner? Just calling to uh, check in and say, what Fucking, uh, I'm finishing my second week on my new job, the HR disaster that is ours. Although, technically, I've not been fired for any of those terrible things I did. I, uh, you know, it's irrelevant, but um, <laughs> I just fucking, I, so I got this new job, and I'm, the first stage in making uh, distillate, which is, you know, that stuff in the pens or whatever, basically just modern hash. And so I process like 10 kilos every 40 minutes. So it's like 22 pounds every 40 minutes. So I do a cut, like I do a couple hundred pounds a shift. Is that how much weed Art smokes? <laughs> do they do weed in Keys now? God damn. <laughs> where, where is this dispenser? In fucking Columbia? <laughs> and, uh, I Does it sound like Art is making tea in the background? I work from like 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah, and I'm the <laughs> only person in the fucking in laboratory. I'm the only person on, on property. During those hours, and I'm driving home right now. It's 10 to 2 a.m. Well, and that's a wide I'm just range. cracking up. No, I fucking 10 love till this 2 a.m. I don't deal with the public. <laughs> I don't have coworkers. I, man, I get HR myself and fucking still not get fired. Um, I can even jerk yeah, off. I just, I'm a little delusional because it's fucking two o'clock in the morning, but. Anyways, I can make tea. Um, technically, the reason I called was uh, I love the D and D episode so much that I've been inspired and I have been writing a campaign for you guys. And if it never sees the light of day, so be it. That happens with a lot of my projects. But okay, cool. uh, if it's something you guys are into, I'll definitely shoot it over, and maybe we can get a. Uh, an old arts D and D campaign role, and I think that would be fucking super fun. Um, anyways, um, smoke weed, eat pussy. I'm out. Art, right, you have to beat me in one on one basketball if you want me to play your D and D. I can I say I'm glad we did too because uh, it was good hearing his voice again. He uh, Art, I'll, I, I'll try to meet up with you. He wrote me on Instagram. Was like, hey, will I be able to see you before you leave? And um, I want to say yes to everybody that writes me that but i also gonna try and get you to do a dab yeah but i also have to i have to be practical like my uh i'm actually squeezing in a move this soon after my surgery and and how i feel is already tough enough so i'm resting a lot so yeah art, socializing but, with arts well <laughs> socializing with anybody it's like like of course i was going to come here tonight but that's because i slept all day um so that's what i have to do to balance it you know have them come pack for you well <laughs> they well unfortunately i'm already packed um, I have no. somebody just living out of suitcases until you. I just have walk yeah. Out no, I just have pounds. my I have my bed, and then yeah, I have one bin that I just been putting my clothes in, um, mm-hmm. and then when it's full, I wash it, and then you know Good. yeah yeah. So that's it. Yeah, and I got rid of I donated a lot of clothes, so um, I, I cut down a lot of stuff actually. You're gonna get a fresh new fresh new Florida wardrobe when you move back. I just or ordered like 
eight new Venom shirts. After meeting Tom Hardy, I spent like a ton of money on Venom stuff. So I bought like eight new Venom shirts. Uh, you, it, it went r- according to Tom Hardy's plan. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> nope. That's exactly it. Yeah. Tom, Legend seek. Tom, yeah. He's like, you know, I'll call you whatever you want. Just keep going by shit. <laughs> yeah. Keep making your show. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, seek. It was great having you having you by. Absolutely. Thank you guys. For, is this, um, is this your final MSPH for the foreseeable future? I mean, yeah. Unless uh, I, you know, maybe Skype call in from Florida at some point. But I think it's tough to Skype call two people at once, right? Uh, it can be done. We can I mean, we can juggle it out. I won't. Yeah, we'll just. I won't we'll kick Shuddy off that episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. To, I, oh, okay. I want to talk to him too. So no, I. I you know, we'll. We can figure something. I out. never say goodbye. I don't like goodbyes. So, um. So yeah, no, we'll figure something out. Oh, and real quick, uh, Arts, um, not to steal your thunder, but the next D&D campaign is going to be written and hosted Directed. by yours truly. Oh, you're doing it nice. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Um, I've been talking about it for a little bit. It's been like a half an idea, mm-hmm. but after last the last D&D episode with Alex... I got a whole bunch of ideas for stuff and places we can go. And you know, if I'm writing it, it's going to be very stupid <laughs> and immature. So awesome. It, it, it's going to take a bit because I've got a lot on my plate these days. But the next D&D episode, uh, and it'll, it'll be when Alex is here too. So Alex can finally play in an episode. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'll be the dungeon master that turn. I miss Alex. He's another guy who's who's done a lot for me that most people don't know about. Like uh, him, him and his parents, like they pretty much took me in. They're just like, like I was behind on bills one month, and you know they were just like, "Hey, what do you want to borrow?" It's like really like, and I hate man. I I'm so stubborn. I hate taking hand me outs and 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 gifts. But there I there were so many times this past year that I had I I couldn't say no because of how bad it got. Yeah. So so it it's been awesome. And then even helping. Kevin, like I would watch his, you know, his animal for free. Like I, I love that little guy, but uh, he'll always be like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw you a few bucks," and I'm like, "Yeah, you don't have to." And he's like, "I don't care, I'll do it." He's like, "Thanks for helping me out," and it, it's because of that is is the only reason I got to stay here long enough to do another episode like this. What do you guys? Well, I think, um, Kevin and well, he can speak for himself, but Alex just would assume that if the roles were reversed or situation wasn't so good for him and you could help him out you would he so says that to like, me all the time he goes he goes don't you remember i got kicked out of where i was living out here in la and you took me in you didn't even know me and i was like i do not remember that he goes he goes i lived with you for a whole week that's how we became friends he's like uh, you should remember that i should but i don't was that an aneurysm thing or my memory did not leave much of an impression he just slept in the bathroom the whole time no my <laughs> my memory is very hit or miss so it's like yeah something could happen you remember that time that i stayed with you <laughs> I may not remember when we're doing the Patreon episode. I may not remember I did this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so no, I yeah, long term memory is not great, but short term is pretty good. So, but I was like, I don't, I don't remember that. And he goes, yeah, he goes, you gave me a place to live, and and you bought me dinner, and and I was like, man, and he's still doing nice things for me because of that. And I'm like, you should have flipped it back. Oh, that's almost- right. Don't you still owe me, right? <laughs> <laughs> no way. I owe him big time. And uh, you've got the Venom Vlog. Is it just YouTube.com slash Venom Vlog? It's just my name, uh, YouTube.com slash Seek Donnelly. But if you look up Venom Vlog, you'll see it. If you just search. I mean, yeah. 
You said you've done 500 episodes. Almost. You have to have the SEO just down on Venom Vlog. We have. If um, you Google Venom Vlog, yeah, and you don't run I'm, into your fucking page first. If, if you, Goog- I'm calling Google. Yeah, if you Google it or Bing search it, I'm the first thing that pops up. Absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just you saying. I'm everywhere. Alta, Alta Vista. I'm, yeah. yeah ask Jeeves. Yahoo. Yeah. If you ask Jeeves, he fucking knows who I am. Bing. That's still around. Pornhub. Um, I did I ever get here? I don't <laughs> uh, yeah. That's where I want to watch Venom Vlog. <laughs> And your Patreon too, right? I do a Patreon about Superman. Actually, I do uh, three dollars a month. You get four Superman podcasts. Oh, I got to sign up for that. that. I mean, you should. That's cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can go ahead and I, say you should. Yeah. You no, what's should. the What's the URL? What's your Patreon? I think it's the same thing. Patreon slash Seek Donnelly. Seek S I I K E Donnelly. Donnelly. Yep. D O N N E L L Y. Check it out. All right, it was good having you here, friend. Absolutely, man. Thanks for being my friend all these years, and we'll be friends for many more. Fuck yeah. yeah. See you around. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And hey. Well, you know what? Before we before we go, you know what popped up as a memory uh, on – it's fitting that Seek is here – that popped up as a memory on Facebook today as seven years ago. Hmm. Episode 100 at Golden Apple. No shit. Was it really? That's amazing. Look at the fucking cosmic energy on that one, dude. Yeah. That was literally the first day I met you, right? Yeah. Yep. I met all Ke- of you guys in. Well, well, or no. I knew I knew Kevin. You knew but, Kevin yeah. from frequenting, mm-hmm. right? The, but Shuddy the was there. I think I gave Shuddy the ramen to snort. You yeah. provided you the ramen yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah. That's amazing. Holy shit. Well, happy seven year anniversary, guys. Yeah, happy anniversary. Let's celebrate it. So yeah, what'd you get me, Jeff? Put five dicks in my mouth. Wait, what's what's the celebration? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. That no, celebration that comes note. later. Yeah, oh, that, that's, oh, that's a me- that's a metaphorical <laughs> thing. Okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah. The bukkake, That's not part of the actual. Ceremony. I want to rate episode one hundred with five dicks. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, please help us out by going to Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you still have that, and hooking us up with a subscription and a five star review. We're trying to get 500 reviews by episode 500, and I think at this point we're like 25 away. So please help us out. It, it makes a huge impact on uh, you know how people see our, our goofy asses on the internet. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Records. At Venom Vlog. And at MSPH Podcast. Also, you can go to patreon.com slash mad scientist mad scientist party hour we posted jeff's notes from the D episode up on patreon so even if you're not a subscriber it's open to the public you can go there yeah, the only step thing that's inside the mind of a genius <laughs> it's 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 like a, a where's waldo thing you know you can you can kind of just stare at it for for a while and you keep noticing new things yeah. I'm going to look I want to look in. at it this right now. Fire breathing dragon. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The the only thing that sucks is I I pinned it to the top, but I think it only stays pinned for oh, Patreon members. So if you're not a Patreon member, you might have to scroll down for a few posts because we've been putting a lot of shit up on on Patreon lately. So a lot of content there. And hey, while you're there checking out those notes, why don't, you, why don't you sign up and, and hear what you've been missing? Tons and tons and tons of good shit up there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139 <laughs> and you can shoot your emails to Mad Scientist 
at riotcast.com. Shuddy, I'm guessing you saw the, the, the pictures. I, I love that it just, the griffin equals lion plus eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what a griffin is. <laughs> he just, I can't believe he fucking pulled that out of left field. I, I, like, he just drops a griffin. Like, that's just common knowledge. Like, what the fuck is a I griffin? I mean, it is kind of like Aurora Borealis. Like, people know what griffins are. People Aurora. know what Aurora Borealis is. Aerial Here comes Borealis. the necromancer. In parentheses, raises the dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's two pages. Am I wrong? Full of Jeff Scribble. So my notes are accurate, right? Enjoy. Enjoy. Treat yourself. <laughs> uh, Shuddy, you got anything? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, friends. Until next time. Woo! Something. I'm the RZA now. <laughs> check, check. <laughs> no, my my scariest one was when I fell asleep on the plane back east, this oh. most recent trip. And when I woke up, you know, during our initial descent, mm-hmm. like within three seconds, I bursted out, drenched in a cold sweat, was dizzy, and thought I was going to projectile vomit. Jeez. And I was like, holy fuck. I've got the fucking coronavirus. And I was... <laughs> I was doing the math in my head. I was like, I shouldn't even leave the airport. Like, I shouldn't even risk getting my sister or my my brother in law sick. I should, I should just, just kill all these people. I should just book a flight home. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I mean, that's another gnarly thing. Is just like I'm planning a trip in in May. Like, I'm not letting coronavirus shit deter me from traveling or going about my daily life. I still plan on going to Comic Con. Yeah, I but see. Like, I see people like like not going to work and stuff, and I'm like, a lot of Asians at Comic Con. <laughs> Jesus. See, I, I'm not like I'm not gonna let it freak me out or anything, but like, I mean, travel is what's gonna like well, just recycled air on planes is gonna. They um they did that's a, gonna be gnarly, a screening last week for the new Superman animated movie Red Sun, and uh, and they were gonna do one today, I think, in New York. Check they, check check. They canceled it. Because and they and the director came out and said he goes yeah we we were gonna go to New York tonight and screen the movie hey, but they canceled it because of the virus. We watched the like, news. Jesus. We're canceling our event. That's what I and I was like, <laughs> oh okay. I'm like, are you sure you want to cancel? Do like, we get a refund? I mean, Japan closed event. all their schools for like a month. Jeez, <laughs> it's a whole other fucking continent. Oh, oh, it's a continent away. I like talking about like there's shit preparing. going on in Africa, like. Name one thing specifically. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about Africa. The point is that there's... I think you could have just stopped it. I don't know anything. <laughs> At least mention Ivory or something. Like, this fucking idiot listens to everything that, he's, that he watches on the TV or absorbs everything that watches TV. He's like, see, I'm really smart. The TV's not always wrong. What's up, guys? Yo, shuddy. Is that a baby? Are you? No, that's the dog with a chew toy. Hmm. Hello, Shuddy boy. What's up, C? How's it going, man? I'm hanging in there, man. No coronavirus. I, I got some sick with everything else but the coronavirus. Well, that's, you know, that's a blessing, right? Yeah. That's because the coronavirus is a hoax. Yeah. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> it's going to go away like a miracle. <laughs> How do I sound over there, guys? Well, you sound You sound good to me. I'm at full mass okay. if that answers your question. 
How do we sound to you? You sound fine. I'm just, it's a different set, you know. I'm in a different setting than normal, so I wanted to make sure you pooping the way I have episode? it set up sounds okay. He's doing this episode from the bathroom. Do we have do we have voicemails? Probably. I'm going full heel. I might be taking it out <laughs> on, on the Puminati. It's going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to try and tweak your mic a little bit, see. Can't wait for okay. this fucking year to end. But every time... <laughs> if this just started. Jesus, yeah, start holding your breath now. Holy shit. I know. Super Tuesdays tomorrow is going to be a goddamn nightmare. Every time I tweak What's the mics, super? there's like a crackling, so brace yourself. Okay. Seek yelp, yelp out. Yelp! Okay. You're on four. Okay. All right, let's see here. Um, oh, fuck, that's maxed out. Oh, shit. What's super? Am I? Not, I gotta be close enough. If I, I'm gonna yeah, be deep throating this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay. Super Tuesday is a Tuesday in the primary election cycle. See, oh right, where gotcha. Sorry. The most state primaries and caucuses take place. I don't know why I was wasn't thinking that, and I was thinking like some something cool, some DVD sale is yeah, tomorrow. Something awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it does sound cooler. I'm than like, it whoa, is. Bl- what is a Blu-ray day? But I still giggle inside every time I hear caucus. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fun word. And subpoena. <laughs> Learn you subpoena my caucus right in your ass. Mm. Mm. Okay. I don't All know right. about that last you know word. What? Jeff, go back to being a whiny bitch. <laughs> I do, was stri- do what you do best. Before I, ha- <laughs> that could have been a bonus episode. You could have just had that recording for thirty minutes. Before yeah, Shuddy, just be triggered, Jeff. Yeah. Before <laughs> Shuddy joined, I was triggered. <laughs> Why? What happened? He's always triggered. Yeah. Whatever the trigger du jour is. I just, yeah, I just felt like whining. And I, uh, my target was coronavirus and people's dumbass opinions about it. <laughs> you know, it was funny when I, when I heard the name of the virus, one of my first thoughts was, oh, this thing, if it gets, if it gets more popular or if it like spreads more, that's gonna affect sales in Corona alcohol. And then well, I th- don't go too deep into that. Don't go too deep into that. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Well, it was just a thought I had, and then I saw an article yesterday. Well, I know, I know. Said, I have the Mike article for Shuddy Boys News. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it is pretty high. <laughs> yeah, I sound really. Yeah, I can. And it wasn't like that before. No. There's like one. Is that better? Hello, hello, oh, hello. Yo, yo. It now sounds weird again, right? I don't. I don't. I can't hear myself hardly at all. Yeah. I just could a minute ago when I so it's not like I was shouting in my ear. You're I can definitely hear you now. Yeah. Well, I could have heard you before, one, but I'm one tiny to... little click increase. I think that mic port. It might be time to get a new PreSonus. Mm. It served us well. I think that bad boy is close to ten years old. Holy shit! Good, good for you, Wire. Do you need a the PreSonus? I feel like that thing is going to be very expensive. Not, not necessarily. I think that piece. Can you steal something from work? May have been two hundred dollars when I bought it. That's not bad, especially for ten years. I'm about to buy a new. A Apple lot of computer. this shit has been going for. A lot of this is the original equipment from. I guess the headphone amp is was recently replaced. All these mics are the original mics. But the headphone amp, realistically, is the cheapest of all the equipment, right? Yeah, it was pretty cheap. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks, forty bucks around there. Yeah. yeah. That that one had to get switched out because it was, it was making our like headphones all fucked up. We were getting like those weird buzzes and shit. Yeah, it was like feedback. Hmm. We're chilling now. 
yeah, everything sounds good. We've had very limited tech issues for the past few weeks. You know, every now and then gets a little fuzzy ramping up, but that's about it. And well, here's usually... the most important part. Shuddy, can you hear this? Yes, I could. Awesome. So I always sports game on Mondays. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get to boost Shuddy a little bit. Yeah, I follow you on Twitter. I kind of keep an eye on your stuff sometimes. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, going to see what's going to, what bets Jeff is going to lose for the week. I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't know the details of what he's doing, but it's fun to yeah. see him. I lost $500 last Monday. Holy shit. The running uh, gag is that oh my, my apartment is just a bad luck vortex. Yeah. So any bet that Jeff makes from here or mm. takes place while he's here mm. loses, but he refuses to stop gambling on Mondays. So he just takes a fat dick in his ass every single Monday. I also live dangerously. <laughs> you, you live stupidly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was down. So I have to settle with, you know, my friend mm. every Sunday, <laughs> actually every Monday morning for the previous week. And I was down $500 last Monday. I ended up down $12 on the week. And betting at the kind of volume that I do, it's that's a pretty win. much yeah. yeah yeah it turned out to be essentially a win jeez it's basically uh, like i just won one million dollars i actually was up at one point uh actually yeah i was up i think on like thursday then hmm. i gave some of it back oh. today i went one for one nice. but i hit my big bet so i'm actually up money look at that and i have one more pending and it's looking good just make bets around me because i'm taking all the bad luck for everybody yeah yeah your uh, your bad luck gravitational pull is yeah. strong. Yeah, I'm like the, I'm like it's an even anti- stronger Irish. than Kevin's. <laughs> I'm like anti Irish. Like <laughs> I suck all the luck. Nah, I think Irish luck is way overrated. It is. Yeah, I would actually argue that it's bad luck. It could be. Yeah, it could yeah. be very often unlucky. Irish luck is not luck at all. Actually, yeah. How can you call being like a pasty freckle farm lucky? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah. That's a no. That sounds lucky to me. If we really, if we really wanted to, I mean, we're <laughs> pressed for time here on the Easter egg, but we could go through the Ireland, Ireland, Wikipedia page and just, just point at a moments of oh, their poor great, luck history. Their, their great history that they've had. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm Irish. That right there should be a tell. Sure, that doesn't help. Their, uh, I'm only half their cause. <laughs> I'm part Irish too. It's the worst part of me. Clearly, <laughs> it's just my dick. <laughs> oh no! Oh wait. geez, yeah. <laughs> just an. Irish I'm not laughing part. at that. <laughs> a little leprechaun dick. It's the worst part of me. Leave my little leprechaun dick out of your they mouth. They call those micro penises. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing though is on St. Patty's Day on March 17th, it'll it grows like four times its size for 24 hours. Yeah, it turns into <laughs> a. Oh, it'll be dick. an inch. <laughs> yeah, it'll be <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But four inches wide. Man, From Los Angeles, to- California, <laughs> we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 